Welcome to another episode of Sitting in the Underground Podcast. Sub, this is Pozole. This is Cujo. This is Baldo. With our special guest, Lily Lemon. Erica Wobbles. Yeah, let's do this shit. <laughs> this is part two of our fucked up introduction. Anyways, people would have never known I know, that Kujo. if you wouldn't have nah, said Thank you. Sure that. Thank be you very much. Up. Be straight up. Thank I'm you very saying. much, Cujo. Nah. Thank you. We, this is the first time. Here. We're doing this on the fly on the back of a, a moving truck. Oh, and, yeah. But anyway, uh, like we said, we have a Lily Lemon here, and uh, we've actually we've solidified it. They are an electronic pop band from Monterey. <laughs> <laughs> they have no choice we, in the matter. Is that what we decided? Electronic pop, which you guys play, and uh, you can catch them October fourth at San Pedro Square in indie pop. San Jose, California. Indie pop sounds like. Yeah, it sounds like, like it you has have like reviews on Pitchfork. It's <laughs> indie pop. Indie pop sounds like way more banjos than we actually have, which yeah. is zero. We have zero banjos. Correct. Zero banjos. Yeah. You guys need to throw a banjo in there. Of banjo, have you guys ever heard of Richard Cheese? <laughs> no. And, it, and it's, If it has to do with banjos, it's probably going to be my least favorite thing. <laughs> no, no, no. Wow. What's wrong He's with banjos? A, uh, banjos are great. Yeah. Bluegrass. You don't like bluegrass? <laughs> no, I love I love bluegrass. I do. You know they use banjos in that, right? Yeah. I was joking about the banjos. Oh. I mean, no offense to banjos. Wow. Now I see why you sing I, and you're not a comedian. I'm really snarky. <laughs> I just, I'm just really facetious. <laughs> no, but anyway, Richard Cheese is a, actually the best name ever, if you think about it. Yeah. His name is Dick Cheese. <laughs> oh, but he, he does. He does have. He's a guy from San Francisco that does heavy metal music mm-hmm. in the style of Frank Sinatra. So he has like oh. "Lounge Against the Machine." Yeah, it's oh, one of his albums. Yeah. That's and, phenomenal. Yeah, and he's. A, I, oh my god, I was listening to it. It, it was. It was so fucking awesome. But yeah, that came up because of banjos. But <laughs> it all started with the banjo. Yeah, the, ba- the banjo started the whole conversation. But anyway. We have Lily Lemon here, so let's 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 delve into their their life, their their wants, their needs. Why are they here? Why are you here? Uh, we, you know that's we a loaded question. Yeah. Wow. Well, a, a little little history. Um, let me make sure I'm recording. What if I wasn't? Um, little history. You, we saw Round you three. two or three months ago at Somos, at uh, Art Walk. Here in uh, Selena. Oh yeah, that would have been the first time. Yeah, that that's uh, yeah okay yeah, and I saw you and like I was telling you earlier, that's when I why I was telling yeah I don't know if I was telling you or Eric, but that's when I really I was watching you guys and I was like holy shit I like electronic <laughs> pop you know or Sweet. indie pop whatever you want to yeah, call it whatever. I was like I like this yeah like we were saying everybody likes the killers you know everybody likes the killers but that that what does that mean you know and. Then you guys came on, and I was like, I like this music. I want him on the <laughs> podcast. We were, we, were, we were still young. I mean, we're only 20-something episodes in. But at that time, I, I don't think we were ready to have guests like you guys. You guys seem so professional and ready. When, uh, like, I don't think we're ready it's now. It's all a facade. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, so yeah, we had to stick our neck out. But yeah, we, yeah, now that you're here, we realize, oh, what? You're not that. You're not that professional. <laughs> well, uh, not, I don't know about in, me, but Eric actually is. Yeah, oh yeah, you can this hear him. Is, he does like, this no. for a living, like music. <laughs> There's two people in this group. <laughs> One of us is. Yeah. yeah, half of the band is very professional. Well, okay. Well, speaking of the, the band, what is the band? Uh, what's your history? How old are you? 
band-wise? Um, I think we've been making music together for about a year at this point. Mm-hmm. I had a yeah. bunch of songs written, um, I can't see. I'm a, a huge collection of music, and I uh, brought all my tracks to Eric, who I, I only knew him as a keyboardist at that time, and I was like, I want to you know, produce some <laughs> you stuff. You didn't even know and, his name. And <laughs> that one keyboardist. I, I, I was like, who's that guy with the hair? He always had this awesome hair anyway. Um, earrings with feathers in it. Everybody knew. Everybody knows him because of his sense of style. But um, he, we worked on some songs and he was like, I'm going to produce this album for you. He just uh, made himself, elected himself producer of the record. Um, and we've been uh, stuck at the hip ever since. And you're called Lily Lemon and... You're Lily Lemon. <laughs> is is this a band that you just kind of take with you as you go? Or it has like revolving members, and you're just always Lily Lemon, or? That's interesting. I kind of is actually. I mean, I started in Wisconsin. I, I'm from Sheboygan, Wisconsin. That's when I started making music in 2009. We were about cheese curds the other day. Oh I was like, man! I wish I lived in Don't Wisconsin. Don't talk to me about cheese curds. Because I could oh, go so to a neighbor and say, "Yo, so let me get some curds." Okay, cheese curds. But have you had cheese logs? They make these things no. called cheese logs in Wisconsin now. It's um, an egg roll stuffed with mozzarella cheese and deep fried. <laughs> it's disgusting. disgusting. It's so gross. That, that it's sounds so pretty damn good. delicious. It was, it's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Marinara sauce. <laughs> sounds disgusting. I bet it's, it's wonderful. It's just as, as delicious as you could imagine. Leave it to Wisconsin. Uh, <laughs> but I had a different band then, and we were very much in more of an acoustic style, and Eric and I have evolved into a more electronic sound over time. So the album is a bit of a hybrid. Um, we have like these very acoustic songs, and it kind of evolves into this electronic sound. And sometimes it's a combination of both, which is really interesting, I think. Well, and then, well you say this album, and this is going to be your first album then, as Little Lemon? Uh, yes. Technically. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Technically. Can we say yes? Can, can we? Yeah. I, I don't mean. really have, I didn't really have a... I don't want to talk about this. <laughs> we had a we, I, a long time ago. I was working with this this person, and we made a really terrible record together um, that I've since erased from my memory. Uh, and actually, a bunch of the songs from that record are on the new one. Oh, really? Um, totally re- revamped yeah, and, and much better, much better stuff. Re- re-recorded with new like members. A, it was like an old like demo. Yeah, it was. It was, it was more it like was, a demo than anything. Yeah, well, it was like it was a songwriting never officially demo. Officially released, like you guys sold it out in like with your shirts and shit. It was an, an, an EP. Because if you didn't do LP. that, then you're good. <laughs> it's no, a demo. I mean, Fuck but it. if it, it was a demo, <laughs> you get a break. It was like a demo. Yeah, yeah. You, get, you get a break. I mean, you're just trying to show people what you do. Yeah, we're just trying to say, hey, we make music. Look. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and it's and it's on a CD. <laughs> so we'll be able to find it. Yeah, no, well, you won't. You won't. We can't find <laughs> it. You can't find <laughs> it anywhere. She looks I, dead to me. Just, <laughs> no, you won't. No, you won't. Trust me. If you find it, let me know. I will get yeah. it to pull down. Really that bad? Do you really dislike? Well, you know, it's bad? it's sort of like, you know how when you were a kid, you thought you were the best skateboarder on the whole planet like the whole block you were the most kick-ass skateboarder ever and then your mom like shows you a video of like when you were skateboarding and you like looked ridiculous and it was really embarrassing for you because a bunch of your friends were watching it's kind of like that it's like that's that's not really me i'm i swear i'm better than that now (laughs) mom please don't show this to anybody (laughs) well at least you have that base yeah exactly exactly. i mean that's where i come from and it's and it's important to recognize that but i think where i am now is such a better place musically so you 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 started in wisconsin 
and we're for people that don't know we're called Salinas Underground, and we're in the central coast of California. <laughs> I don't know how many miles is in between. About uh, 2,000. Several thousand. Okay, yeah, 2,000. Um, how did you end up here? I did a term of service for AmeriCorps, and I was actually working in Salinas um, as a literacy tutor for Martin Luther King Jr. Academy. See, um, Martin Luther King. It's yeah. It comes around. I was teaching, I was teaching <laughs> fourth <voice>. graders. <laughs> yeah. I was, uh, I was teaching no. fourth graders how to read or in, improving their literacy rates. Um, and I wound up sticking around after my term was up because I really liked the area. Were you living in Salinas at that time? Um, we were stationed in Marina. They had stationed? us at CSUMB housing. It was all the AmeriCorps members were like living in the same uh, apartments. Well, at CSUMB. full disclosure, all I know about AmeriCorps is they have commercials on TV. Do they? <laughs> had. I didn't know what that. What is that? Are you stationed? And, um, did it's, you have a gun? No, no, it's, it's, not, it's nothing she was a like it, it, it's not. It's non. It's non combative. Uh, it's like volunteer. It's like Peace Corps in the so states. Nice. It's like Peace Corps, but stateside. Oh. Yeah. Well, I still honestly, again, full disclosure. <laughs> what the hell? Did, so there's. I, can you explain it more to me? So I'm, I'm Amer- kind of, AmeriCorps kind of was created during yeah. the Clinton, uh, the Clinton administration. Yeah. He put together um, an organization that would do volunteer service work across the country and it would it would uh employ volunteers to go into yeah. impoverished neighborhoods or a- areas needing a little extra help it would send them to what? these locations and help boost uh morale and, and improve the community so they have like garden projects that they do there's americorps members that work for like park services that do trail clearing and stuff and there's americorps members like me that work in education yeah. um in impoverished schools and, and failing schools seeing you through and Why Salinas is actually one of the lowest performing districts in the nation. Um, so we'll there's edit a l- that out. There's a l- <laughs> well, no, but see, we're here to improve this, and that uh, hopefully it's I, and it's not your fault. I, it's it's a budget issue, I think, yeah, more than I didn't anything. Do anything on I know it. it's not. <laughs> I mean, Salinas <laughs> Salinas is a good community because people care about the schools, but there are so many schools, and not there's not enough funding because the way that we yeah. decide to fund our schools is really inappropriate. I think it shouldn't be based on property taxes it, it, it should come from a different source so that every school has equal funding per student but that's yeah. not how it is which is really unfortunate so they have members like us come in and try and improve the school's um overall standing oh, okay okay i see uh so, you know to try so and try and get these kids on their feet you know because they're not they're victims of, of a system that really is bad to them i i've brought that up so many times uh again the salinas has its problems or whatever but when adults blame kids, yeah, it's it's, like, it's dude, really it's really unfair. <laughs> How is that? Because they're fourteen, they're they're twelve. Or you yeah, have like, like thirty-two on. fourth graders to one teacher, and the teacher somehow has to teach all of them the yeah. same thing at the same time. They're all at different learning levels. We have students that were, you know, farm workers that their parents don't speak English or their parents are illiterate, so they're not reading at home. You know, these are kids that need extra help, and we're not giving the money for that which is really unfortunate, but the federal government is trying with these different programs. Okay. Um, and that, AmeriCorps is one of them. Yeah, okay, that, yeah, that's good to, okay, because, again, I, I know it by name, and I don't know. Yeah. And you said station, I was like, wait, whoa, what the <laughs> hell? What There's is a, it? There are other AmeriCorps <laughs> that actually travel around, and they go from place to place and do different projects, and they're called, their VISTA, I think, is their program name. But they, they get on a bus all together, and they travel to different areas and do different projects. Are you, still, cool. are you still involved? Um, no, I, I finished out my term. Uh, usually you're allowed to do one or two years. 
I did my first year and I got I got kind of burnt out on it. It's 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 an exhausting thing to be doing and it's also kind of financially difficult because you're you're living on twelve thousand dollars a year. Wow. Which is which is really hard and you're working ten, twelve hours a day a lot of the time. So it, it, it's really easy to get really exhausted. I, and I loved tutoring the students. That was absolutely the most fun thing I've ever done. I could do that all day, forever. But unfortunately, a lot of the job was not doing that, which, which made it a bit of a, a struggle for a lot of the members, I think. And while you were doing this uh, AmeriCorps thing here in Salinas, were you still doing music? I started, yeah. I, brought, I, brought, I came with my 12-string guitar um, and started doing open mics, and that's actually where I met Eric. Um, I started doing open mics in Monterey at East Village Coffee Lounge. Um, alternative cafe. Oh yeah, an alternative well. too. That yeah. they shut down unfortunately, but that was another place I had really good open mics. That was when I first saw you. Was at the cafe. Yeah, and yeah. I started working with members out there, and um, I think I was the only AmeriCorps member that became a part of the local community, like actually a part of the local community. Yeah. Um, but I got really involved in the music scene, and that's another reason why I wanted to stick around, I think, because of people like Eric. That's cool. So, yeah, I'm going to go ahead. Uh, so what about you, Eric? How did, how did uh, you get I'm to a, that? I'm a, I grew up around, I'm a Monterey native, I guess you'd call me, but I uh, grew up here, and I've lived here my whole life. Um, and I started doing music when I was really young, and... Uh, homeschooled, went to a community college in Monterey, and uh, really started doing music when I was 18, so that's like five years ago for me. Um, that, that's when I like, started playing my first rock band, and things are a lot different back then, but... Um, what know. did you play before you played uh, electronic You know, I was doing like, well, I was doing, when I was really young, I was doing classical, um, I was playing the bassoon, and I played the viola, oh. and those are like... You know, yeah. I could have had a career in a, a classical bassoon if I wanted to, but I don't really. I didn't really want to do that. Um, I don't know if you guys know what a bassoon is. It's that big, long wooden yeah. instrument. It's most people confuse it with the oboe because oh. they're double reed instruments. But um, they're found reed. in a yeah double reeds, right? They're found in like every orchestra, but. And the, the Mickey Mouse, the... Um, oh, yeah, Mickey Mouse, uh, Sorcerer's Apprentice. Boom, boom, bo do 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 bo do That's a bassoon. Yeah. Yeah. Straight up, straight up, classic bassoon. My, my profile on picture on Facebook is me with the Sorcerer's Apprentice yeah. Yeah. wizard hat on. Yeah, that's the, that's the bassoon in that. Oh, okay. It takes cool. the lead on I've that. heard of it. Yeah, so uh, after I played, I played rock, and then I started doing a bit of, like, funk and R&B, <laughs> but I was always, like... I can't remember. It must have been like 18 or something. But I had a friend who turned me on to, you know, kind of electronic house music, which at that time was stuff like, you know, Daft Punk, but like Justice. And this was like before, you know, right around when Dubstep first started coming out. Okay. So it was like 2009 and 10, you know. And I started, I, I, I like looked at that stuff and I was like, well, that's really cool, but... I'd like to be able to play electronic music live with actual musicians that still have an electronic sound. So it took me a while to develop that. And um, when I say a while, that means buying a lot of different <laughs> electronic gear and finding out which stuff works and which stuff doesn't. I have like a million cables, yeah. which is why I was able to hook up like yeah, well, things. You know, it's like I've had to buy everything. You speaking know? of that, that little bag here, did that come... Assembled like, or did you put that all together? Which bag? This one. Here. There's a bag here oh, with a bunch of connections. Yeah, you know, I uh, I found everything. that little. It's like a wallet, like a four pouch, large wallet, and then I uh, I 
I was like, I already had a bunch of connectors, and I was like, well, I'll just put them all in there. So it just kind of Eric's all very resourceful. But, you know, that's like, I almost didn't bring that just because it's like, it's like my extra Dude. things, but it's like, it's a good thing to always have for a... It's a lifesaver. Yeah. All it's those like, little adapters, I mean, yeah. you could turn one cable into another. Yeah, exactly. Another, that's people love ha- having Eric at gigs because he always has the extra cable. He always has the extra mic. You know, any band yeah. forgets something, Eric probably has whatever it is. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I happened to bring my electric guitar tonight. I don't know why. It's in the truck, though. You need it? Like, mm-hmm. Very professional. I always have drumsticks yeah. in my car. On the that's awesome, dude. But, he's uh, the most useful yeah. guy to have around if you're a band because he probably has what you need. If you yeah, so something. I was getting into this electronic stuff, but um, I kept getting hired for these other bands that were like funk, soul, R&B, rock, cover bands. I play weddings. I make a lot of money playing weddings, but that's like... It's just like money. So I think of it like a day job, you know. You don't. Um, it's not going to take me anywhere, but yeah. it pays the bills. And um, but then I spend pretty much all my creative energy with Lily, and uh, that's where that's from the start. You know, I was like, well, we're, let's produce this album, but let's make it more like a, sounds more like Passion Pit or more like a modern, <laughs> you know, indie electronic artist that um, you know that sounds pretty hip because those guys are big now um i didn't want to go like full-on pop and be like uh you know britney spears or something but um but you you. know something a bit more you know i don't know artistic in nature i guess would call it um but for me though from the beginning the whole idea has been to kind of take it live and take it live and electronic in whatever way i can and um and we've had we've had a couple this is uh, lily lemon is just us two right now but we used to have two other members. They moved away recently, and we had electric guitar, and we had an electronic drummer. And that was, um, it was, it was kind of like, you know, getting that live electronic sound um, that is kind of rare, and it's kind of, it's very pioneering a lot of what I feel like I'm doing. It's, I'm not, yeah, I'm, usually yeah. when you see, like, full electronic bands, it's, there'll be a singer, and then there'll be someone usually with a laptop and maybe yeah. a little drum machine. Yeah. Um, or it's like we like we were checking out that one I can't remember the name of that band. Oh, there was and this it was band. like their 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 sounds were cool, but their live show was like a singer and then a guy on a on laptop a, on DJing. A, yeah. Just playing tracks. It's like karaoke. I'm like, well that's great, but I'm a musician and I know other musicians like me would be into a band that was able to take it like actually the, performs the electronic electronic music but like with like the performance sensibility of something like jazz or rock or something that very live you know it's not it's not pre-recorded that's because that's something i was going to bring up yeah because again it being electronic i know some people seem to to think that oh you're just putting things together you know you're just copying and pasting yeah and you know and you saying that it it answered any question that that i would because i mean i've seen you guys and when i saw your drummer that (laughs) first i was like like he has drumsticks in his hands, and he's he's doing the motions of a drummer. And I'm looking like, what the hell? That's an electronic. He was yeah, he was, yeah. He's playing an octopad. Technology, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was like, that is fucking awesome. It's it's awesome, it's, and it's like it's awesome. Like two thousand dollars later, after you've bought all that, it's like, yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. You're like, but uh. it, it, it makes it so again. Like he he seemed it real, you know. It, yeah. To me, that was right. that was it a was drummer. All, it's it's all right live. Yeah, yeah, it's happening. Said, you know, for see somebody just hit play on. On something that yeah. they they recorded right. and mastered and you know set, set yeah. up all night to do it, it makes it different. And and again, that's that's what is what I like about you guys is you, 
you're a band. Mm. You're a band. It might not be a traditional band. You know, you yeah. might not see the cymbals out, out there or <laughs> yeah. the big yeah. bass drum or something. But the music that comes out is, is the emotion is, yeah. is all the same. It, it, it feels, I don't know, maybe that's what feels different. Again, I, like I said, I had a kind of epiphany listening to you. <laughs> yeah. like, I like this music. Awesome. This is, is, I like this that's music, amazing. you know. And, and uh, yeah, I, I, since that couple months ago, I, I made a, I, well, I started with the management. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I call them the management. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and so I was like, that's everything that's because you know they're a they're a band. You know they've got drummer, bass player, guitarist. They're a fucking awesome. They're awesome. <laughs> yeah, they're they're an electronic oh band but, um, though for sure. I mean they're not they're not like super. You know they're not the most electronic sound where it's like Skrillex. You know Skrillex yeah. is like very electronic, but you know he's also like. A DJ though is, yeah. is how he's yeah. also like watching so, shows. So like part of my goal has always been like, how close can I get to being like an electronic DJ but not be a DJ, be a band? And so um yeah. This it's, is our yeah and at since that, I think. our two members just like moved away like a month or two ago to different places. They both left at once. Um, we're 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 doing the duo thing now, and we've had to take we've had to cut some corners on that. We, you know, I'm using my drum machine more full time, and so that's kind of pre-programmed. I really miss having an actual drummer, but for uh, simplicity's sake, we've been doing this. It's been working out pretty well. I'm still playing keyboards. Yeah, all There's the vocals still a lot are still live. live. There's still and... a lot that we can screw up live. <laughs> yeah. and the, that's the thing. But um, and you know, eventually, I'll we'll add the drummer back in once when we find when one. We, uh, yeah, you know, when we find one and when we're ready for. Um, Drummers are a hot commodity. commodity. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, especially, I mean, <laughs> someone who, who can play electronic is like... <laughs> He's in a metal... I mean, it's hard yeah. enough. Sorry to kind of derail the conversation, but Cujo's in a metal band, and yeah. that they're looking for a drummer because oh. the drummer got... T- you know, went up, he moved up the ladder kind of deal. And <sighs> a lot like, of drummers, too, are just... You can't... They're just undependable. They're like the most undependable musician... Right? Am I right? I mean, <laughs> you know, know what? I, I have drums. no comment officially. Yeah, Let's just leave it but, at that. But, <laughs> well, it's about drummers. Like, you know, I met some great drummers. Drummer. Don't get me wrong. But there's like just so many that seem to like, you know, it's like they're you don't. What is it? Do so they I realize? Think it's for the that man. Do they realize? I think like, they you have so many things. I think yeah. it's got something to do it's with just like for the man. having so many things going on. A drummer is is dealing with a lot of gear. A drummer is dealing with a lot of different sounds at the same time. And so maybe the the nature of like being able to do all that also probably makes you a little bit scatterbrained yeah. or something. I don't know. It's totally a theory. I've no, but okay. I had some really good drummers okay. that were super dependable. Yeah, because um, well, but they also were not full time drummers. That's not what they did. It was sort of like a hobby. Yeah, because so. I've met a couple of drummers, and I, well, I've had really good drummers. Alex uh, from Dubwise. He he's a he was a good friend of mine. I don't speak to him as much, but every time I spoke to him, he had at least five different bands. Mm. It was like in in a bunch of different. The drummers bands. are yeah. Are and so so I mean I I think that that has yeah. to do a lot a lot a lot. To do, right? yeah. It's yeah. Just, We're coming down on drummers and drummers are like. Dude, drummers. I are have sh- eight bands, man. Uh, yeah, they're like I'm so busy. <laughs> what do you think? About, you know, you I'm that guy that has eight bands, but like I don't flake out on a band for practice. You know, it's like it's a different thing. Well, yeah, I mean um, it's your job. If you flaked but, out, you're gonna lose. Yeah, gigs and stuff. Yeah, exactly. But you know, I I try to. I have all these bands because all these people I've played with randomly that have called me last minute, but I try to limit that stuff if, you know, I have opportunities to play with Lily and, um, and you know, actually do what I love to do, which is, like, 
play electronic stuff. And that that genre, that, that electronic, yeah. is it is it easy to find shows around here? Do you or do you have to travel? I mean, your next show is in San Jose, and you know we well, haven't yeah we haven't really started full time booking finding shows. It's it's usually more of an issue of like is Eric free on this state that these mm-hmm, people are asking yeah. us to play. Because he's got you know so many other projects and he's making money, which is good, but it's also unfortunate because the gigs that we get are usually not money making gigs because it's original yeah. music. You know how it is. Yeah. Like, people don't want to pay you to play original music, really. No. They want cover bands to bring in dancers and people drinking and that sort of thing, mm-hmm. which is totally fine. It makes perfect sense to me. Um, but booking with other bands has been odd because we never quite fit in there's yeah, not really electronic musicians out <laughs> yeah. here aside from, i think we're the only one i can i can you know think yeah, of off the top of my there's, head there's, there's oh there's like um micro clouds are kind of yeah, electronic. micro clouds are kind of electronic <laughs> who they're what they're playing on friday at somos, at somos yeah. yeah they're so playing on friday we were yeah we recorded um, them this last friday right at on. the cherry beat open mic oh yeah i bet yeah. that'll be a fun show yeah um that, we started yeah. recording the, those. They might be the only one that I can like the, think of. They, Sleep Cycle? Do they do no, shows? It's, no, it's not. That. Anyway, but, you know, there's other bands that almost... It's like, basically, you're looking at this kind of Coachella kind of sound, which is new enough, um, and it's not, like, super hard rock, but it's, like, this indie rock electronic stuff. And there's not just... It's, it's, I feel like if you're a band doing it well, you probably aren't around here anymore you've like already yeah. moved on which well we've got the tour van now and so we're going to be doing that soon we're trying to we're working on the uh, album almost done mixing it and we don't really want to play a ton of shows until we have that album to sell at the shows so we've been doing some videos we've got some youtube videos up in the meantime trying to build an internet audience yeah we've before. been doing like cover cover I've, tunes i've and seen stuff. that yeah, yeah i've seen all your covers and speaking of that uh, i have a I have a cover request. Yeah. Oh, sure. <laughs> yeah. What's, what's up? Yeah, I, I was listening. I was like, oh, all their YouTube thing are covers. I want a, a, a It's um, True Affection by The Blow. I, I don't know, know that song. No, really? Oh, okay. Can you yeah. sing a bit for us so we know no, what we're talking about? No, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I'll play a bit. Yeah, uh, hopefully it. we don't get thrown off of... Uh, iTunes, but let me. I'll play a bit on YouTube. After right he now. plays it, just go ahead and rate it and give a bit of commentary. And we can keep it all legal. I don't. Well, I don't. We we should. They they use the beat of uh, you know Laffy Taffy by D4L. They came Why out like ten years ago. Why yeah, it was. It, it's a. But yeah, it, it's hip hop. Yeah. Okay. But, so, but they take they took the beat. I'll, I'll start. I'll, let me play a little bit of the D4L. Yeah, it it's just yeah, a hip hop beat that was taken, and it was just sped up a little bit. It's yeah. the no, deep. no, it, they didn't speed it up at all. Oh no, it, I, I, yeah, I, I, I remember. Them yes, YouTube, we seen them, up and they didn't do anything to it. It just it's the uh, same, well, the exact this, same. This beat. is the original. Well, well, what I believe is the original, the, the hip hop one. This came out about ten years ago. Oh, I know this song. Right? Okay. Yeah. Well, I. That's. Awesome. That's the hip hop uh, one. This is. Dude, uh, I would cover that song. That would be. Uh, well, you know, really that might funny. be cool. Yeah, yeah. the hip hop yeah. one would be a. I would. I personally. Candy. The, the song I was thinking is uh, this is a band from Seattle, and they're also at the Tronic Pop. But they they take that same beat. I just I thought it was funny. Right on. 
But this is the song that I personally would like you to cover. <gasps> you can hear I love it. this song. Oh my god, I totally should have known. It's always a matter of like we have to when we judge what covers to do. It's like we look at what's what, what's popular, what would get views, and we also like have to look at, you know, for example, that's like very similar to similar to our, our own style. Yeah. So it's like we could we could cover that, but we it might end up sounding like too much like the original. Oh, yeah. In which, which case, YouTube will I just will wanted kick to hear off. your voice. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to hear your you voice sing that me. part. Yeah. I, we might, we, we might, we might. That's a good one. I've heard that song a ton. Like we did Lord, we did a cover of a Lord tune, and, and that worked out really well. I've been flagged by YouTube for that one because oh, it was really? too much like the original. Yeah, because yeah. We, we we found he, a synth patch. I uh, I, yeah. I kind of found, kind of developed it a synth patch that sounded just like um, a pulse width modulation patch, kind of. Which like is like the, the synth tone that it's, she it's uses. It's just a synth tone yeah. that she uses, and then we had a, but we had like an actual drummer. We had our, well, our like drummer. Like guitar player. But we, and we had a hybrid kit, like part electronic, part acoustic, mic'd up, and a guitarist. It sounded actually really, really cool. And definitely, it had like, I'm not saying Lord's version is bad, but I, our version was pretty cool. A lot of people liked it a lot better. <laughs> our it had, it had, better. It had a certain amount of like realness, dynamic that Lord's doesn't. But we still love Lord's version because yeah. that's why we covered it in the first place. You know, it's tennis court and that's a... It's tune, a great tune. The video too is actually. Oh man, you gotta watch the video from front to back. Like, I I still I could is, walk. I don't know if that's a boy or a girl. I could walk <laughs> by that person. Yeah. On the sidewalk, and Lord, I don't know who the hell that is. She looks like an angsty. Oh, it's a girl. Yeah, it's yeah. A girl. yeah, yeah. She she's she does got that, dark like, curly. Uh, big her, you know hair. her tunes are. Uh, yeah, Royals. That's my Kind of loves just same for us. We crave a different kind of buzz. Well, she has awesome hair. Yeah, anyway, but she, she has a live electronic band and she has a keyboard player. She plays that kind of music? Yeah. Yeah, it's like she has, it's like a keyboard player that kind of does, triggers like vocal samples and plays like bass, bass synth, and she has an actual electronic drummer. So it's very similar to what we're doing, but it's, it's a very minimal sound, what she does. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so she's uh, definitely kind of been an inspiration too. Um, I remember the first time I heard Lord, and I think the song was uh, Love Club, actually. Mm-hmm. Be a part of the love club, everything will glow for you. Yeah. It's such a good tune, and she's got these really cool vocal samples on it. Ha, ha, ha. And you can tell that it's like it's all sampled. They're like playing it off of a sample pad, but it's like really tight. And I was like, oh, I want to sound like that. <laughs> <laughs> And then Eric, of course, he got me um, my first uh, voice live. It's a vocal effect box, so it kind of gives you automatic harmony. So I can do those really cool harmonies. It's got a looper, you'll hear, uh, we'll use it. It's got looper stuff. And it's also got, you know, basic delay and other vocal effects, reverb built into it. And you can distort, you can make your vocal sound like an electric guitar if you want. But so it's, it's kind of like it's like a it's like an effects box for a guitar, except yeah. it's not for your vocals. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, so it's, it's pretty, and that stuff's pretty new. I uh, a guy hit me onto that, and he's uh, this he's a local DJ, 
and I, we play with him. Both of us kind of jam with him. We have this local jam. Is it Hanif? Funk, yeah, this Hanif. He, he hit me onto the Voice Lives uh, a while ago. He's always uh, up to date, but he's like a great MC, rapper, freestyler, great singer, great DJ, like number one best DJ around here. Oh, yeah, he's great. Um, but we do like a funk band, jam band on some Tuesdays and at the Canary Row Brewing Company. In Monterey. And um, so we'll, we'll just get together. We've got some really great musicians, like some of the best young musicians. Oh, yeah, in come the out. Area. I mean, we let people use instruments and stuff. It's a jam. It's so a, you it's can come and play It's the first Tuesday every Tuesday. month. But yeah. yeah it, it's like it, what we do is kind of like jazz. It's like jazz, soul, R&B influenced hip hop, a lot of what we do. And we, you know, we'll just make it up on the spot. And then, yeah. you know, whoever comes by will jam with us. And then if, if they're feeling it, the MCs will get up and they'll start spitting verses or trading uh, verses, and it's like it's great. like legit. It's like yeah, it's these, really this, cool. these cats are like off the wall. That sounds know. great, and I hear they have a great IPA. <laughs> I've been yeah. wanting <laughs> to go over there, dude. It's CRBC Canary Row Brewing Company, they got tons of beers on tap. That's their like claim to fame. Is they have like a is wall that, of are beers they the new on one? tap? No, they've been around for a few um, years yet. Okay, I'm thinking. There's another... Thinking of the one downtown Monterey. The one that just on opened. The, uh, what is it called? And that know. building that burnt a couple years yeah. ago. Yeah. Oh, okay, well, I was thinking of them. So anyway, <laughs> screw them. Their I'm IPA sure sucks. Right. I haven't been there yet. <laughs> Their IPA is terrible. Tastes like feet. <laughs> Canary Row Brewing Company, though. <laughs> they have a great IP. They don't anyway. actually have do their they, own Do they make they their own? They don't brew their own beer. No, it's kind of a misnomer. Well, they have Lagunitas there, I'm sure. And so they yeah, have they, a great they, IPA. Definitely, <laughs> they definitely have Lagunitas. Um, so for every first Tuesday, that's that. Yeah, and so damn, that sounds great. And that's not that like awesome. Lily Lemon, really, but but I do sing. She'll, she'll be there. I'll be there. Um, actually, the and that's what's called live from the basement. That's what we call it because we oh. used to be downstairs and we call it the basement because we had to go down the it's stairs. It's like the Selena's Underground, but just yeah. music. But it's it, it, and but that's that's kind of like where I first one of the places I first started developing my live electronic stuff, and I just bring down tons of gear and see what works and what doesn't. And I'd actually have it, it's I had it synced up with like an acoustic drummer, and I had the bass drum mic'd, and it goes into my system, and I use the bass drum signal with my other pat. I mean, it's 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 a bit techy, but um, <laughs> Eric's not really a musician; he's a musical engineer. Yeah. That's actually. I was going to ask that earlier. If you had the option, would you prefer to be on stage, or were you? Would you prefer to be Behind backstage in front of you know monitors and switches that go up and down? You know, I really like being on stage. It's like my thing. But um, like I'm on I, for a while. I was doing you know seven gigs a week, sometimes two gigs a day, um, just gigging all the time playing all these shows not even on tour just locally i just had all these regular gigs so it's like being on stage is like really what i do um and what i like to do it gives me energy um, if you've ever seen him he gets he gets into it and like, he's you know, really fun like to watch some people are like you know have stage fright or you know but i'm like i'm like so over anything i'm like this is like where i belong is <laughs> this is my there. home but I'm, I'm not like a super showboat like where i'm like stealing the attention all the time and doing no, he's, you know. he's he's tactful. I'm not it. Prince, but you know I can. Try. Oh, Prince, man! Yeah, Prince Dude, his, I heard his thing with the Kevin Smith talk about Prince, or we, Prince wanted him to do a documentary, and I'm like, well, Prince is a weird dude. <laughs> Prince dude. is weird. Yeah. Dude. He's got great music. He's so he's amazing, got some though. Weird music too. Like, yeah, not all his music is like great. Some of it's just weird. Well, because and then recently he's been doing a lot of the. 
Christian stuff. You know? Really, and I have not heard that. Yeah, yeah, because he's he's really really into to his uh, Christian religion. I he know he's a vegan. Yeah, yeah. really. Yeah, which is. I heard that if you play basketball with him afterwards, he'll feed you pancakes. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I heard. That's a true story. That's a true oh, story. Yeah. No, it's yeah, true. I had, a, so I had one of the guys I play with, I guess, Blouses. used to be in a band with one of Prince's <laughs> other band members. And she was telling me it was like he kicked ass at B-Ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah he had like, a, a, a scholarship like, offer yeah. out of mm. high school. Wow. So like yeah. University of Indiana really or something. One of the big schools. He was a really good basketball player. But he's a better musician. Yeah, he's, mm. Prince. he's Prince. He's got this he whole aura about him. Yeah, like, he's so hot. Is that sarcasm? Or no, is that, no. Is that, no. I was wondering. Nobody jokes yeah, about about Prince. No, Prince is he is really. I guess, yeah. man. Like, I got to drape myself I, and sway. I, I get that I, girls <laughs> dig him. You know, I, I yeah. understand that. And I always thought it was just his. Definitely. I get, yeah, I, I get it. Yeah, it's Prince. But it just I always thought it was more of his persona. His like. Well, that's part I'm of just like what way makes him attractive. Yeah, though. of course. Yeah. He's got he's got the confidence. He's got the attitude that okay, is like so that really sexy. But, but you know, he he definitely looks the part too. He's kind of like that. Five two. You know, and, you know, is he really that short? I, like, I, know, I wouldn't even he care. He plays basketball. <laughs> How do you get a basketball scholarship at 5'2"? Maybe he's got springs in his knees. But yeah, he's a good... Um, but yeah, we do some Prince tunes at our jams. Yeah, but... Uh, okay, so uh, going back to uh, how you guys got together. Yeah, what I really you attracted you? He is 5'2", holy... I just totally guessed that. He's, He's five two. Wow, that's a, a total guess. Wow, that's super Dang short. Prince. Prince Rogers Nelson. Oh yeah, Prince. I don't, I don't have any uh, reservations about height, Prince. If you're listening, <laughs> it always looks Call weird me. though, like on the red carpet. Kind of thing. Mm. You're gonna <laughs> have like, to wear a lot wow, of flats. She's gargantuan. Hey, call me. Where like, can she's we five, find six. you? And she's a tiny person. Yeah, she's small. Well, five six. Five six is taller. Well, isn't Chloe Kardashian the the one that everyone starts like a Sasquatch? She's five eight, five eight. You know. Well, like, she wears crazy heels. Yeah, though. that's what well, I'm saying. Well, because her sisters do. Look, well. Lady Gaga is like five foot or something like that. Yeah, she's tiny. She's have you heard her acoustic stuff? I've heard some of her. I've heard her sing. She talent. She actually she's, did yeah. some. She's some like a Juilliard graduate. Yeah, yeah. She gets a lot of flack for doing like all these. Have you guys? She kind of does some weird stuff. Did you hear what she did with Tony Bennett? What? She actually has a, a CD coming out with Tony Bennett, uh, wow. Lady Gaga. Who recently did one with Tony? Oh, it was was Amy Winehouse. Yeah, Amy Winehouse. Amy Winehouse. Now that was a while ago. Yeah, Aww, she's doing it. Would have been long enough. Yeah. Yeah, she's doing something with Tony Bennett. I think uh, I heard a couple like samples, and it sounds pretty good. But yeah, but as I was saying, uh, going back to you yeah. guys, what actually attracted you from uh, from Lilia that you wanted to produce her you stuff? You know, I mean, it was like I think I had this. Um, you got to tell him about your first impression. She had a shirt that said, I need a producer. Yeah. (laughs) Well, you know, so when I first met (laughs) Lily, it was like I was recording this rapper. um, You know, he'd give me beats, and then I'd uh, set up my mic, and he'd record, and he was saying, oh, yeah, I want to get this girl, Lily, to come in and sing some on this track, or or maybe a track. I can't remember which track. I'm like, okay, well, I haven't met her, and then eventually, like, that week or next week, I was at open mic and I saw her playing. And I was like, okay, girl playing acoustic guitar. Okay, maybe we'll get. Typical. I don't. I, That's I, the end you of that know, story. It was like, but she never. It's like it never happened. She never came in. And then like a while later, like a bass player that I was playing with, 
he, I guess, got um, musically involved with Lily in some way. Rory Her, was doing like yeah. house bass at East Village one yeah, time. Yeah, he was just doing like the bass, just bass at a, the open mic, I guess. Yeah. yeah, at East Village, and so that's how he and Lily kind of, I guess, started. And then he kind of called me and like, hey, you should play keys. And you know, it was that it, that was like very acoustic at the time, and um, and you know, we were always. Rory and I were always like talking like she really needs these songs just need a bit of producing a bit of tweaking but there's just not time enough time to do it and so you know we did a couple shows here and there and um, at one time there was you know cello bass me and oh Lily, that was such a fun it night. was like yeah we had some different configurations but it was you know live acoustic stuff and then that kind of got put on hold for a while and I didn't see Lily for a long time and then Lily started, hey, I want to do this album. And she just kind of did a blast out to all of her music friends. I want to do this album. Um, and then it just, there's one point it kind of clicked. I was like, hey, this is our opportunity to make, um, to actually produce the songs and make them sparkle a bit more, make them, make the arrangements interesting, you know, whether it's a cool drum beat here or there, you know, whatever it takes. And and I was also kind of like, well, maybe if I have a lot of uh, way in this subject, maybe I'll make it more tr electronic. And that's what I was like thinking about. I was really into passion <laughs> at the time. I was just listening. It's like to that I'm gonna album. use her for her songwriting. Yeah, to get and it my was electronic like, music and you know, I was there. like looking. I was also I'm not really a songwriter so much as a uh, I just make electronic sounds. Not I'm not like a lyrics and chord kind of guy. I'm I'm kind of like a chord kind of. I just do chords really well. Um, <laughs> and so that I, that's why I was like I could see. Lily and I teaming up and doing some stuff, and that's kind of where it started. And then it it blossomed into the live band um, from there. And that's it. So know, rest yeah. is history. Yeah. Was she on your radar the whole time, though, when all this was going on? Did you think uh, I want to do something, but with her, but I just can't? Because it seems like you you came across her a couple of times before you actually. Yeah. Um, she reached out. Was you. was she on my radar the entire time? I don't know what was on my radar. It was like I had so many different things on the radar. Yeah, I was it working was with like, a lot of projects. I, it didn't occur to me to do um, female electronic, you know, music. Okay, That's yeah, a so, genre. yeah. So, so, Until, yeah. like, I really started, like, getting, like, thinking about this album. Now I realized, I was like, wait a sec. Because... Until then, I was just associating Lily with like um, acoustic stuff. You know? Yeah, yeah, which is yeah. cool. But it was like, yeah, that's I'm I'm not really an acoustic. I am an acoustic player, but it's I'd not rather you know I'd rather do electronic stuff. So then, Lily, you you're not electronic, then. I am. Correct. I'm. I he is. He is easing me into the world. What did you of listen to in Wisconsin? Stuff. Is my question. Oh, oh. That's a hard one. Um, in Wisconsin, your... what was I listening to? What's that? What's How long that, ago was that? that acoustic band you oh, like so much? I can't think like of a... Oh, the Mountain Goats, of course. Goats. Oh, my God, I love the Mountain Goats. The mountain and that's... Goats. I'm all about songwriting. Like, John Darnielle is the lead singer-songwriter of the Mountain Goats, and his songwriting is so good. It's like, oh, it kills me. It's, it's heartbreakingly beautiful. And he's so sarcastic and so dark, and sometimes he's very bitter. Um, but it's all real. It's all very... Um, it's intimate music. And that's what I, I really liked about it. And people don't like him. His, people don't like his voice, I think. But he's got, like, a cult following. Um, and I was really into him. And I was listening to... I started listening to Broken Social Scene back then, too, and Arcade Fire, um, right around the time I moved out here. And I started kind of getting into electronic music 
but like really esoteric stuff like Deer Hunter. Okay. You know the band Deer Hunter? Um, I started listening to Deer Hunter Sounds a lot. Violent. And they're well they're, they're he's just like it's so weird. It's really hard to get in, into Deer Hunter I think for a lot of people because it's so different from what people are used to listening to. Um, he uses all kinds of crazy vocal effects. He's just a really strange guy to begin with and his songs are very complex and they build and they're very long. So they're not like pop radio tracks but that's when I first started like oh dude how did he make that sound that's really cool but I had no idea and I and I had no basis for getting into it I didn't even start playing guitar until like 2008 I had no uh history with songwriting at all until then um and of course I started to get interested in vocal looping and stuff with Eric Mm -hmm. um and that's a very recent thing for me still and he's 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 having a little he's struggling with me and my my very, I have very, I'm a very slow learner, um, and he's trying to really. He's like, "No, Lily, you play synth," and then he like gave me a synth, and I was like, "I don't know what to do with this thing," and then he's like, "Okay, well, take away the synth. Here, give the, take this voice box," and so I'm like now learning how to how to do other stuff on that looping and stuff like that. Yeah, it's going that so what, far. So yeah, good. so far it's yeah, getting that's better. The little guy on the mic there. Yeah, we've got this little mounts onto the mic that. stand. She's got like this little box on there. With, it looks like she's taking an order at, <laughs> at In and Out or something, and. But, okay, so that changes. What does that do? It, it does all kinds it, of it, stuff. It, it's basically like that effects box. It's like a guitar effects oh, okay. like it, pedal box. It does like but, you know, harmonies, and you can pedal. do like auto-tune yeah, stuff if you pedal. want. Um, it, it does like uh, filters, and like it sounds like you're talking through a phone and stuff like that. Um, and it also does looping. Yeah, it's, and actually they do make pedal ones that you would step on. But this is one that's like meant for your hands. Uh, Eddie from the singer from the Microclouds actually oh, has dude. a pedal one. He, yeah. So if you go I've see known Eddie, Eddie, yeah. Yes. So like you'll if that that box he <laughs> uses, awesome. it's the same technology. It's that same company that we're using. Um, it's just a different way of putting it. You know. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, but you know, cool. while we're on the subject of acoustic stuff, can we play a track off uh, the yeah. album? Yeah, uh, let's go. Let's find Harrow Driver. This is a. Um, uh, these aren't quite done mixing yet, but they're like. You know, almost there. You'll, you'll love it. Who's been listening to him on this this little thing here? Uh, oh, not it's private. It's still private. Yeah, because there's this is like a sneak peek. We well, don't that, we that don't give it to anybody. Uh, that one in Stardust, I I, I could notice they are listened mm. to more, and I was like, are they working on these more, or do they oh, really? I don't know. I, you know, I Cause, Stardust, cause I did Stardust share. But I, I killed the, the public link for that one. Yeah, I did share Stardust. Anyway, Harold Driver, it's a we got. Casey Frazier, he's a local, well, he's been in Nashville, Seattle, a lot of places, but he's kind of a local. Um, he lives in Carmel Alternative Valley. country artist, great singer. He's like number one best artist in Monterey County, voted. But oh, he really? did that. He did a lot of the guitar, I think probably almost all the guitar, and some background vocals on this. And but he's then, a um, great songwriter himself, and he's a great producer, but too. This is, yeah, this is like our, this is some of our more acoustic stuff. It's It's like... There's drums and there's actually one synthesizer on there, but it's it's still you know violin and a lot of acoustic instruments. But it's we love this track. Does Lilia play the guitar on this? I don't play the guitar no. on at this all. album at all. Yeah. Thank at God. All. Oh, okay. I'm a terrible guitar player. He's like no. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I was not gonna. You know, I know like all the best. I pretty much know all the best guitarists around here. Luckily, yeah. So if I, you could I have can, someone like, like Casey play. Oh yeah. Casey's yeah. a great guitarist. One of our buddies, uh, my buddy. Taylor Crop, he's on tour. Well, he just got off tour with this country artist, but he's kind of got a lot of country chops, and so he lent um, 
Dylan did Stokes some did some guitar too. Yeah, we got our buddy Dylan, who's our drummer. He was our drummer um, until he moved to New York. He's a yeah. He's, a, he's in New York now. Love you, Dylan. Anyway, uh, right. so hit the track. Yeah, well, here's here's how Arrow driver. driver.
soundboard with like a clappy thing. Clap, 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 clap. clap. <laughs> that you could always this? applaud yourself. Yay! Good job, yeah, everybody. Go. Yeah, yeah, there we go. <laughs> soundboard my ass. Live. Yeah. Um, this is cool. I'm I'm starting to like put the story together of that of everything from talking to you to mm. listening to that before. It's like, oh, it's all coming together. It's a story. Yeah. We actually have now, we do a more electronic version of that song when it's just the two of us. Yeah. Oh, we probably it's sad be, like that. Yeah, we won't play it today probably, but yeah. we haven't worked on that in a while. We should um, probably get to we it. Could, we could, yeah, we could get to that. But um, part of the struggle with the album was that when it first started, she already had a couple tracks recorded. Actually, only one track that we're actually keeping. And it had more of like a, it had this acoustic, you know, the, well, the other ones, so much work. you know, the other ones got, got have gotten shifted. Yeah. They weren't quite Changed up to par. Up. Um, but this one is like, was already pretty much perfect as it was. But it was, it was still acoustic, it was like acoustic, almost country. I mean, it was like folky country. I don't know what to call it. But um, so it was like, I felt like I was, we were anchored by this kind of track. We couldn't go too far out in this album. But we still did, so it's still all acoustic. Um, a lot of it's acoustic based, um, but there's you know synthesizers and other things. Well, a couple it, of the tracks. It fits the concept too. Yeah. Um, I had a. I didn't tell this to Eric either when we first started because I was kind of curious about what he was doing, and I. Uh, I wanted it to play out, I guess, a little, but um, the concept of the album is. Is actually. Uh, trio of stories told from two different perspectives um, or through two different emotional states so every song on the album has a partner song that is telling the same story but from a different state of emotions um, so I have one song for example uh, very dark it's called Give Up the Ghost which uh, is not on here because we're not anywhere near done with it but it's a very dark tune, very, very sad and creepy sounding. Um, and then it's, it's played right next to a song called Stay Here, which is very upbeat sounding, a country, acoustic, uh, organ. Um, and these two songs side by side, it's really kind of, it's kind of eerie um, to have one next to the other. And they, they're telling the same story, but in such different ways. It was, it, that's interesting to me. When I was listening, I was like, well, this is really country. Yeah, yeah the, this, the we have, we have this like, song so, and then Stay so Here, country. like the two, like, very country influenced. And that's because yeah. of Casey Frazier, I think. Yeah. He had such a big influence on these two tracks, Stay Here and mm -hmm. Harrow Driver, that it couldn't help but be a little bit country. Mm -hmm. um, it was like the nature of, of, his, of his playing is very country. And he's the one doing the guitar on this, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah he does. There's a lot of, there's several different guitars on that track. Yeah. Later. He does. He does guitar, and he he actually does backup vocals too on there. That, um, and there's, yeah. There's some other the harmonies. It's, it's it's hard to hear. We're gonna we'll probably bump it a little bit because I really it like it. Bit. Yeah, it's a cool track. It's almost you solo it out as those harmonies, and it's very like Fleet Foxes. That's what I think of. Yeah, which is you know, very I don't know acoustic it's like folk indie, stuff. Indie yeah. acoustic, yeah. yeah. And then, um, and uh, you're born and raised in Wisconsin. No, I was actually born in Harbor City, California, but I, I lived there for maybe a year. I was raised in Idaho, um, this little town called Emmett, Idaho, and then I moved to Illinois when I was like 12, oh, wow. and then I went to college in Wisconsin, and I feel like Wisconsin wow. is where I, I really blossomed into the person I, I am now. 
that's where I, (laughs) the university I went, well, the college I went to is Lakeland College in Sheboygan, Wisconsin, and their, like, motto was, like, find yourself at Lakeland, and I know it's really (laughs) cheesy, but I did, I did that, I found myself at Lakeland, like, that's where I started, that's where I started playing guitar, a third of these songs are all set in Wisconsin, like, the setting is there, the, the content is about situations I experienced there, um, so this is, like, me, like, sort of letting go of this Wisconsin aspect of my music even. I feel like the album is like a transition out of Wisconsin in a way. Mm-hmm. And I honestly, I haven't listened to that one yet, but is that 2,000 Miles? Is that what that's about? Oh, uh, there's a song called no, 2,000 Miles. No, but it should be. It's like, it's weird. That song can be about... Uh, it kind of makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would I have thought it was it's, that. That one I actually wrote here in California. Oh, okay. um, 2,000 Miles. That's such a fun tune. Uh, probably don't want to play it though. I don't think that one's close either. Yeah, it needs. But to be if you want to hear, if if we're gonna play an uh, electronic uh, one, we should probably do two thousand or what is it? Um, Stardust. Stardust. Yeah, we might. That's a yes. two thousand miles is like our, uh, for lack of a better term, it's like our dubstep track. But it's oh, like okay. you gotta stand. It's still like a lot of acoustic instruments, so it's like it has a certain sound about it. Um, but I was going for like a dubstep groove when I thought of that. You know, one forty BPM. Um, we used bass guitar instead of like a bass synthesizer, but we we're still playing around with stuff and threw some breakbeat stuff in there too. But <laughs> yes, yeah. electronic mumbo jumbo. That's well, how we how we, we when we did it live, we would have Dylan yeah. do the breakbeat on it too, which was really cool. That was really fun to do live because with a live drummer and it's like for me for me there's nothing. Um, I've played enough like funk and gro- just like straight up groove music that it's like I never want to get away from like the groove which is like when you get like an actual bassist an actual like drummer and they're like really tight you know it's like there's just magic that happens and um you know the first time i felt that i remember it was this it it was well it was the bass player was okay but it was like this drummer who had like chops for miles and he's from la and he came up and we played the show and it was literally like we didn't have one rehearsal with this guy, but he just come in and he's like better than all of us at like this music that he's probably never played before. And he's just like so tight and like, <laughs> you know, he was like, wow. It was like, that was like a life changing moment for me when I played with this guy. I'm still friends with him. Uh, and he's actually, he's like on, he was on tour uh, playing drums for this guy and they were opening up for Betty Who on her like tour. I don't know if you guys know who Betty Who Who is, but she's like, "Ooh, somebody loves you." She did that song, and everybody uses it for like their wedding proposals, I think. <laughs> um, not Bruno Mars, but the other song. Oh, okay. You know, uh, and that's another like. Uh, I don't know if she has a live band or not. I haven't seen I haven't her seen live any show. Of her videos, yeah. But uh, she's you know has that kind of. She almost sounds like a, a Katy Perry. That's like not. It's weird. I mean, there's like similarity, it's like but like Katy Perry, it's, but without the dark aspects no, or something say, like that. Don't talk bad about Katy Perry. <laughs> no, <laughs> she's the ultimate California girl. I love <laughs> Katy Perry. No. <laughs> she's hot. She's the she's California. I don't know girl, her as a person, so yeah, I've never met her. I don't know. I don't want to like. meet her. Her illusion that I've created of her. What I created in my head that she is is that she's got some catchy tunes. We know what you do when you're alone in your room at night now. I wouldn't ruin Katy Perry like that either. (laughs) I would not do that to Katy Perry. Santa Barbara. Katy Perry, I would respect you. Oh, yeah, sure. 
Yeah. My version of respect, just like Aretha had her version. I respect you all night long. <laughs> Did you guys know that Otis Redding had a has a version of respect? I think his probably came first before Aretha Franklin's. Really? And it's like so weird. To, I'm not sure. If, I think her, his came first. It's so weird to hear respect sung from a male. Yeah, I can't like, say I've ever like, heard it. Give me respect. It's what like, give me respect. Yeah. Yeah. It's, like, it's like, it makes sense at the time. Like, but it's like, it's such like a woman power song. Like, yeah, exactly. Woman, that's, that's what became a hit. Well, you know? I, I had a question for you guys. Yeah. I know you guys are electronic pop or uh, indie pop. Do you guys listen to anything like from Mexico or out of state? Uh, because there's, there's this big, there's, wow. there's this big, big uh, band called uh, Bellanova, And they're electronic pop. And and uh, I was just no, wondering if you guys ever heard. Lily Lemon's the most I know about electronic pop. You know, <laughs> I mean, a lot of the electronic music I hear it, it'll come from the UK. The UK has a huge. Um, that's where a lot of electronic stuff started. Mm -hmm. Like you know, drum and bass is huge there. That's where a lot of the roots of electronic music are in the you know UK rave scene and stuff like that. It wasn't as big out here, I think. I mean, I, I don't know. I wasn't there at the time so I don't know for sure <laughs> but so that's like a lot of I don't like Mexico not I haven't at all I can't think like of they're, one they're Grammy winners Bellano actually won a okay. Grammy for their music so, I'm saying they're big I don't know I'm saying they're big I, I did, I did used to listen to this to this band called Mana. I had to look up their name because it's oh, been Mana. so long oh, I know yeah, but that's, I know. that's rock that, I know it well it's pop I don't like Mana. It's alternative. I was dating this. Oh, come on. He's like Coldplay. That's the best way to do Mexican Coldplay. He's like Mexican Coldplay. He's so good. I was dating this guy in college named Carlos, and he introduced me to Mana. His mother loved Mana. A guy named Carlos would like Mana. That name. Yeah. Such a Mana name. But yeah, they, they have really good stuff. I really like Mana. Sueños Liquidos, that's the, like their best CD. Oh, I, I love the song. Uh, Como duele sin los labios. Yeah, that's on that CD. Oh my that's God, I love that song. I'm not it's sure. so good. It's really, really, really good. Well, I mean, the, the reason why I asked if you were born and raised in Wisconsin, and that song, Harrow Driver, your accent came out. Oh, you, yeah. You sound totally normal. Yeah. Oh. You sound like a Californian when you talk to you. I had, I had just oh, enough no. whiskey when we were recording those vocals that my accent nice. came out. If you give me another beer, uh, I will be full Wisconsin in nice. don't you know any minute, you, Ray. That, that like, came, yeah. Oh, I came across yeah, so hard on that. The next beer's on my tab. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do it. Don't threaten me. <laughs> no, because I, 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 no, I heard it, and that in, in, in my head, literally, that's what I heard. Don't you know? You oh know? yeah, that, that's the biggest. Yeah. That, and I heard yeah. that, and I was like, whoa, there, there it is. There's there, some there songs where is. Eric was like, oh god, you sound was, so yeah, Wisconsin like, on this track. <laughs> you know, it was a matter of like consistency. I was like, well, you, you know, can't a be Wisconsin, Wisconsin here. is like Wisconsin. That's it. Accent is cool, but. It can't be like no, Wisconsin here and not Wisconsin yeah. there, you know. It kind of makes sense. I don't know. I think it makes sense on the album a lot of the time because half of, like a, a third of the songs are Wisconsin songs. They're, yeah. I don't it's know. Like, oh, she's it, growing we, up. We met, we she's found talking a, like a grown-up now. We found now a middle ground. <laughs> we found a middle ground there that ended up working. Well, but you know what? My friend Lisa yeah. just visited from Wisconsin and when the two of us talk, it suddenly like devolves into Wisconsinese. It's like, oh man, I was over there at the store and we were getting some bags for groceries, don't you know? And and the guy at the checkout counter gave me a high five. It's like it goes all the way. That's so hot. 
Talk about bakes, baby. I want to hear about your boats. Don't you know? So weird. And then they hate Wisconsin hates Minnesota so much, and they sound so alike. Oh well, I don't know what that's about. It's like they. I don't know. When you talk about the UP, like Upper Peninsula of Wisconsin, Wisconsin and that's where Wisconsin and Michigan touch. And there's like this whole rivalry about the UP and Upers up there in Michigan. Like, like you guys are any different. I'm sorry. You sound exactly the same to me. You but sound <laughs> like Canadians. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I don't know where that rivalry comes from. I think Michigan is a beautiful state, too. I've spent a, a little bit of time there, and it's gorgeous. It's like it's like Wis- mirror Wisconsin. It's like a mirror of Wisconsin Did, to me. I've been to the Midwest a couple of times, and one thing that it actually freaked me out. It, it, is, um, it's so flat. You know? <laughs> yeah. So the sky is like ginormous. Was that it's weird huge. for you when you came here, seeing like mountains? Well, I like, I, I spent a lot of my childhood in living in a valley. Emmett, Emmett is in a valley in Idaho, so I kind of and it's kind of a desert state too in that area. Oh, so it yeah. it made sense to me, California. It was like coming back to a place I was used to. And at that point, I was like so sick of flat land and Wisconsin uh, summers and the humidity and stuff. And then I came back and. Now I miss it every day, and I'm like, oh, it would be so humid if I was in Wisconsin right now. I would be sweating. It'd be great. But, um, no, I, I, was, I was used to the mountains, um, and I okay. missed them a lot, and I missed the ocean. And I had no reason to, to feel that way because now that I'm near the ocean, I hardly ever hang out there. Right. It's, but, it's cold. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's cold water, and I, I, I guess I didn't realize that about Monterey when I was coming out here. Because I was from <laughs> South, you know, Southern California. My, grand, my grandparents were in Los Angeles, yeah. so I would go visit there all the time. I didn't know. I mean, that's how everybody is when they come visit Monterey. They don't realize that this is like Central Coast is cold, it's cold. <laughs> and foggy. Salinas is nice. Yeah. Get, get far bit, enough away from yeah, the ocean, it tends a, to be a little, little better. It's a little bit warmer down here, yeah. Yeah. Wait, so you're from Idaho, and then you moved to Wisconsin. So do you make, a, like, the greatest poutine ever? Poutine? <laughs> you have the, I, yeah, I, 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 wish, I went from I the potatoes to the curds. I, I know uh, all the underground people. Dude, <laughs> I actually um, found out shortly after I moved to Wisconsin that I couldn't have dairy. I have a, I know. Can you imagine? Wow. If it's lactose intolerance, don't worry about no, it. It won't I, kill you. I, had a, I have rheumatoid arthritis, and um, Terry just really does Terry horrible things to with my arthritis? joints. arthritis? Yeah. Well, rheumatoid arthritis it does because it, it causes inflammation in your joints. Yeah. That's a thing. And some people, yeah. some people dairy doesn't affect them, but what other people it does. Like goat or? I, I could eat goat cheese, yeah. Um, what? Okay. Why? When did humans decide that cows were the things to be? They produce a lot more milk. Oh, sure. A lot yeah. more than goats. Don't bring your logic into this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> cows, Just, are, cows are quite a bit bigger than goats, but um, but neither was. of us eat neither of us eat dairy at all. <laughs> but oh, okay. Damn it. Because I was just about to go off on humans and say, you guys are idiots. Dang, why, why did you guys we just... Goats? Don't let no, him if, keep if talking. Had, <laughs> if I had my own uh, plot of land and, and place to have animals and I could raise them and spend the day taking Here? care of them, I would definitely have goats. Here or goats cool. Anywhere, I don't care. It doesn't matter. We recorded at Lagunitas earlier in the week in Petaluma, and they were Yucky. mowing the, the median yeah, with, with goats. goats. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> right. I had never seen that. Goats are little jerks, though. They they can be really mean. Was there just, like, a horizon of goats? or 
Like, you guys you told me like what's up up right there, right but I... You, there they didn't tell me about goats. Cows with guns. <laughs> it was on the side of the road. It was just yeah, a bunch of goats chilling. on the side of the road eating grass, dude. That's a, and they, they fertilized like it at the same time. Yeah, exactly. Perfect. They seemed like chill animals at the time. Yeah, they can be They can be pretty cool. Their horns make them look kind of menacing, so I don't trust a goat. I wouldn't turn my back on a goat. That's all I'm saying. It's a row of goats with tall grass in front of them and brown behind them. Yeah. yeah. Brown, they shit green as well. Well, then green. Fuck Don't it. discriminate against goat poops. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's got to be very healthy. We represent every color here. We're digressing. <laughs> We're talking about poop color. Wow. Goats and cows, it's I took, don't care. As long this as conversation, this, this, gonna go, you guys. this conversation <laughs> took a weird turn, man. <laughs> Before we, we, we continue on this tangent, which is awesome. <laughs> uh, would, did you want to play something? Yeah, we, uh, you yeah. guys set all this up. Yeah, we, got we have our, all this equipment set up here. We got our um, TC Heli on the the voice live. Helicon. Um, yeah. Well, that's how you know somebody that really wants to, you know, really appreciates their craft. And yeah, we'll we'll do, do some. Like, let's make some live. Yeah, let's make some so live music. To give for you an guys. idea of what we're looking at here, we've got um, we've got what a vocal mic with this box but then i'm playing i got one little synthesizer but i've also got this drum machine so when you hear all these drums it's it's coming from this cool little drum machine box it's okay with no, no laptops no pre-recorded loops we're gonna go ahead well, and post a picture on our instagram yeah oh, cool. people okay. can see what you're doing oh perfect yeah that works yeah, we have like 20 followers on that thing you know true story i have like 96 followers and one photo <laughs> And I'm only following like 25 people. So, so it's like I get tagged by other people in their Instagrams and people are like, oh, Erica Wobbles, let's go follow him. Um, so automatically, if we take a picture of him and we put it on our Instagram, we'll have a couple of people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you'll, you'll get some more. I'll get some more followers. It's because he's, we'll he's hook such each a other looker. Up. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I think so. Girls are like, oh my God, it's a keyboardist. Ah, yeah. Squeal. <laughs> oh yeah, girls fall in love with the keyboard. Yeah, exactly. Everybody knows uh, that. Not all keyboardists. Not <laughs> hashtag not if all this was the eighties, you'd be swimming in it. One quick question. He would be playing actually a guitar. Keyboard. When are you going to switch to guitar? Yeah, that's I do, what uh, I was going with. Actually, <laughs> funny story. So I used to play guitar for a, a oh, long time. Oh shit! There you yeah, go. I, and actually, do you still have it? You know, that's a funny question because I'm just. Because I've it's in a box. I'm selling it. I just sold it on eBay. What? I'm about to ship but, it. Off. But oh, I've got another keytar on the way. It's going to be shipped in like less than a month. Awesome. He upgraded. It's, it's the, the old keytar. It had some broken things about it, and um, it was too big, too heavy. And this new keytar will like do several things that I want it to. So, and it's smaller. It's nicer. So so catch him rocking out on a keytar, dude. You know, <laughs> yeah. I used to do the our funk jams. I used to do. Um, I would just, you know, we had another keyboardist. He would bring his like sit-down organ keyboard, and I just bring my uh, guitar. We, I'd use like synth Rick style. James style. Exactly, <laughs> well, Rick James. Um, <laughs> now, wait, I'm kind of thinking, is it? It's like you kind of walk around. Does it have court? What do you do with well, the left hand? There's like these little. Well, you can play it two-handed if you crunch your yeah. hand. Yeah. But you, there's like it's got um. It's got like a pitch bending wheel, so you can go like, whoa, <laughs> and then it's got you can do like vibrato effects, whoa, 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 whoa. And you can also I got the volume knob up there if I need to turn it up and down. Some uh, other okay. couple other things, um, but yeah, it's kind of like that. You play with your right hand. It's really a really a, it's a one handed instrument, which is why I don't really play it that much anymore because most of the stuff I do is two handed. A lot of what I do with Lily is um, left hand bass on a uh, I've got a Moog uh, 
bass. It's a. It's called <laughs> another the thing that I only know but, from listening to Daft Punk. Yeah. Like oh Moog. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. That's <laughs> a Daft Punk song right there. Well, that plays music. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I can't remember what what are they. What video is that in a video? It's the Giorgio song. Giorgio, right? Yeah. yeah. Where he's talking about right. his Moog modulator oh, in the yeah, beginning. Yeah, exactly. Those are the. Those are I was like, yeah, dude, you're gonna make me sound smart. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he didn't. He didn't bring his Moog tonight, but he's got left-handed bass on. But yeah, I'll do left-hand bass and then right hand, and then you know I developed those chops doing like R and B stuff because I'm like doing the left-hand bass and then right-hand organ comping while singing, and um, but it's like the same. It's the same like coordination. I'm just using different instruments, different different tones. Um, and I have two quick questions. Yeah. That I'm, I'm, I'm slowing you down. But no, no problem. <laughs> you can talk about instruments, Dude, and I have all these questions. Oh, I'll talk about instruments and, uh, all day. I have one of those. But uh, what's the, the <laughs> one, the little keyboard that you blow into? Oh, it's called a melodica. Melodica. Eric and that's, plays melodica, yeah, too. And that's kind of like a, um, you can't sing and play that at the same time, unfortunately. Like, But it's the same technology that goes into like an accordion or harmonica. Okay. So you've got these reeds that vibrate at certain pitches when air flows over them. And... Um, it's it's just a matter of how you're gonna blow the air in and how you're gonna finger it. <laughs> <laughs> Never blow air in, Eric. Yeah, don't. Why your finger? In. <laughs> I should tell you that. Someone might like that. On a hot muggy, on a hot muggy day. I think that's a. I think like that's a bad idea. Yeah, it's a bad on idea. On a hot muggy day, ninety-eight. <laughs> Point six from, okay, you're it's like just gonna end up dead. <laughs> you're a few inches away from the entrance, and you're just. What if you have? We're talking about melodicas, yeah. right? I mean, you can technically blow into a melodica. It should be. It should be fine. Actually, that's how you make music. What are we talking about? <laughs> With the ice. Cream. What was the original question? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do not it? blow into it. <laughs> you, leave the blowing to me. Uh, <laughs> he said. <laughs> <laughs> Right, so, well, so we're going to play a song. So live, let's do this. Yeah, let's, yeah. Uh, <laughs> we got to decide on a song to play. Should we do one off the album? Do something that we haven't played tonight and you don't plan on playing. Do true yeah, affection. Okay, we well, we've already something. got that worked out. Um, I'm just saying. Anyways. Our options? Uh, we, could, we could do, since we've done the acoustic, we can do one of our full electronic songs, syncing. Yeah. Yeah, so this is a, yeah, this is a um, tune. This is not going to be on the album coming out, but it's going to be on like the next... So that you can see where Release. we're going with our with our yeah. music. Let me just say, if you like Lily Lemon, buy their album. L I double L I E Lemon. That's awesome. If you want to hear what you're about to play, hey, you got to catch a lot. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like for a while. There's there's some artists. Yeah, there's some artists that they'll do like. I'm really into Kimbra. I don't know if you guys know Kimbra. She does a lot of times. Her her album stuff and her live stuff is like very different. In a lot of different ways, but she does a lot of vocal looping and other things. So it's like I try to look at that perspective of like let's take the live in a bit of a different um, direction. But anyway, this is a so this is like pretty much all electronic. This is not like going to be how the track like totally sounds like because there's gonna be, there's other close. instruments, but there's a, it's pretty close. So it's um it's called syncing. Let's give it a shot. Thank you. 
You see how I waited on that one? That's that's, that's suspense for you guys. Mm-hmm. Suspense my ass. Everyone started clapping. That was awesome. That's an elevated. Oh yeah. Oh. Even though that was like ten minutes ago. <laughs> no, no. On the sound, it'll be yeah. like ten seconds ago. Yeah, damn straight. I'm just being straight. So they just finished and they ran over here and we leveled out. That song quickly. is called Sinking, and that's a. Its original uh, life was many years. It was one of the very first songs I ever wrote. I think. Um, so this was after the whole. This was still in Wisconsin. Demo, this this might have been in well, Idaho. This is the good before, version, before right? Before that, this is the good. This is the good version brought into All the right. future. Um, but this, the song is about how it feels when. I don't know. Have you ever been in a relationship where you're like, "I'm really not a good person to be dating right now." And you're into me, and this is gonna really mess you up later. <laughs> yeah, I'm warning oh. you. Like it's that kind of thing. It's a from a from a sadder time in my life. Well, I think. most guys are actually really good. Uh, I think it's women that are like that. <laughs> uh, yeah. Can I? That can I, Can we take good. a vote? Uh, oh, come I on. think so. No high five for you. I'm a woman, yeah. so I get extra votes because I, of. Equality I, laws. I hate to right. Um, right. confess, but I don't usually listen to lyrics, and this is the same case. Oh, just I, the whole song in general, lyrically. Well, again, I didn't listen to lyrics. <laughs> I'm the same way. And er, yeah, okay. I don't listen to lyrics. This like, put first me in a trance. Too. I was just like, like oh. stuck on my. Well, I was recording it. We're gonna upload it on YouTube. I was just like, whoa. Uh, that's awesome. That's <laughs> awesome. Again, coming from Metalhead, I'm just saying. Well, you weren't in sync. <laughs> I don't them. listen to NSYNC or Backstreet Boys. It's so. called Sinking. <laughs> uh, they it ruined it for everybody. I said in, in with the I-N, not N apostrophe. All I, I wish heard was it's, NSYNC. It's so S-I-N-K-I-N-G, not S-Y-N-C-I-N-G. S-I-N-K? Oh, like it's a ship. Like, yeah. Like a ship. The whole thing, I thought it was two people trying to sink. And like, oh, like sinking, wavelength. Yeah, nobody. I was getting way too deep. Why are you following me down? I'm just another sinking yeah, ship. That's yeah, that's so it's like, I got that. Why? Why are you? Fo- I told you, get off my back. I'm going. Well, down. if you saw Titanic, when the ship Don't goes down, get you get sucked boat. in with it. Uh, so it's yeah. not their choice. It was that damn Rose wanted to hold on to that cupboard. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that part when they're going down and he's like, let go or else the suction will pull you down with it. And I was like, I don't know about if that's true, but I I can't refute it. They're probably pretty good on the science of that. So that song's about the Titanic. (laughs) That was a James Cameron movie. Yeah, James Cameron. was really scientifically accurate. Oh, yeah, (laughs) definitely. By Baldo's logic. Blue Man Group is a real person. That's a person. They're real. That's like his. They're not actual. No, the suction would pull you under, though. I think so. Yeah. Oh, I'll give you that. Is that really that happened? Well, yeah, because it creates like a hole, right? The hole has to fill in. Scary. Like the air bubble will pull you in, right? The yeah, air bubbles pull you in. Flying planes don't get on a boat. Mouth. No, they dude. Because there's air. Okay, there's air inside the ship. I understand the, ship, the science. So it has to. I understand on. the science, but you can't say air bubbles go up and then you're sinking. What do the air bubbles have to do with this? You, you missed Everything. it. Dude. The air bubbles what? are what creates the suction. Whoa, the I got, I got No, close. what I'm saying is that. Okay, there's air. Am I three or four? Oh shit! Yeah, exactly. I'm asking you where I'm at. Yes. You know, mankind has been trying to fill holes for all eternity. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. With the subtle sex jokes. 
Let's uh. Before we we devolve into a weird owl like Bill Nye <laughs> argument here. Yeah. Um, we really do need Bill Nye. I, I fucking. I, I, I feel so somebody calling. <laughs> like yo yo, uh, when boats sink, it's their suction. Um, it's science. <laughs> it's science, bro. Science. Science, bitch. <laughs> Blinded by science. She blinded me with science. Um, it's a catchy song, man. What do we sing? Well, all us? popular songs are catchy. That's why they're popular. <laughs> yes. Fucking hater over here. Damn straight, man. I'm, I'm and the haters gonna hate, hate, um, hate, hate. Well, let, let's uh, get back on topic. That's right. Because we're we're gliding. Um, and I I don't know if this is too far on topic, but I notice a lot of your songs. Like, uh, are about somebody that's leaving or you've lost or they went away. Is that a personal thing or is just that just <laughs> something that you like to write about that you're just good at writing? Well, without you don't have to get too on personal this, on this record in particular. There, it is a song about three people that have three. Been in my How life old are I, you? I'm 26. <laughs> um, but I've had very, very, uh, very intense romantic relationships uh, in in my past, um, and then one one of the relationships that I talk about on this is actually a friendship that um, a friend that I lost to suicide. Uh, the theme of a couple of the songs on there is is about him um, oh, and the loss okay. of that, and the other two are are sort of romantic losses. Um, but the album, yeah, is very much about loss and heartbreak. That's why the we're, the title of the record the is break. Um, How many songs are we talking about? There's 11 tracks on the album. Okay. She's led a very sad life. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know. She's a good songwriter, though. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I would have, what would I have to write about if I didn't um, have any passion or um, intense? Well, uh, did the songs passion. come before the singing? Like, did you have these emotions that you wrote down before and then you were like, wow, I could express them through music? Or. You know, that's a really interesting question. I think it. I think what happens when I'm writing a song, I don't. I don't sit down and say, I'm going to write a song today about this topic. I Usually I'll come up with some, I, I usually write on guitar, and I'll have some kind of pair of chords or a chord progression, and I'll just play, and then whatever comes out of my mouth um, turns into a song. So it's, it's like a subconscious thing. Like I'm subconsciously feeling these things about these relationships, um, and they kind of well up into the surface, kind of forced out of me through the music, and then I, I start to write songs around them. And Eric has seen this process. He, he's, he's seen it firsthand. And he's like, you know, the lyrics that you write when you aren't thinking about it and editing are much better than the lyrics when you're trying to sit down and write out a song. Mm-hmm. And I think it's because it comes from such a natural place that it, it flows really well with the music. Um, we don't so, do much yeah, editing. Yeah, so, so the lyrics are already in you, and then just the, the beat and the music brings them out. Yeah. And you kind of, your brain puts them together. and that's, This is what you're feeling right now. What the? Yeah. I understand it, but I think that's fucking crazy because <laughs> I, I, I could never do that. But that, that's interesting. You know, um, one of the things I don't think we've touched on yet is that Lily was a, uh, what, writing major? Yeah, I was a creative oh, writing so. major at Lakeland College. So, um, but you oh well, you, then you, you weren't have writing no talent, songs. Though. I didn't start writing songs <laughs> until like my sophomore year. You know, Lily still you kind of like a you make words are your like a big part of your thing. Yeah, that you do. Whereas like I'm, words are not a big part of what I do. I'm not a you know, I mean I speak English, 
but you know. <laughs> I when I when I think of emotion, I'll think more of in terms of like I can play a chord that fits that emotion, and that's like enough. That's enough for me. That's like how I get and around. for me it's like oh this this uh, these lyrics are intensely emotional um uh, that's one of the reasons why i love the mountain goats so much and why eric doesn't quite get them because mm-hmm. musically they're very bare bones acoustic yeah. but lyrically they're very intense um and for him he doesn't really listen to the lyrics and so he's like this is just some guy on an acoustic guitar like this doesn't mean much doesn't make me feel much so yeah. he's it, kind of brought the musical emotion into the lyrics that I that I produce and I can, I can get I like I'll I like good lyrics but it'll take me a while to actually appreciate the lyrics the first things I hear in a in a song are you know how the chords work together and the melody and yeah. stuff like that and I think part of that is that I used to listen to metal and on in metal you can't really understand what they're listening what they're saying half the time you know it's like Slayer it's like you can't you can't yeah. You really understand their lyrics Screw the Slayer, first time listening. No offense to Slayer. Like, yeah, that's it right here. Yeah, I, know, I, I totally got you. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's mostly just, hey. Sport is war, total awesome. war, where Victor's really yeah. a massacre, bro. Come on, man. I don't care what the fuck he's saying. You know, it's, it's like, like oh, a massacre. It's or like, you know, like oh, extreme cases like Cannibal Corpse or something. It's like, dude, you're no way you're going to understand no. that. But the music, I mean, comes first. It's like, it's about the heaviness of the sound of creating that. I don't know. It's like that. It's uh, anger or what it's this like is power telling me is that I should jump into electronic music. You know, it's well. <laughs> you know, you'd be surprised. Like some of the uh, some of the connections between like the metal side of things and the electronic side are like actually really. Yeah, well, because to, to me in metal, the the lyrics or the vocals are just another instrument. Mm-hmm. It's exactly, like it's not yeah. there to to. You're not going to get the message from the vocals. You're going to get the message from the music. Right. Yeah, yeah. And to me, with, with metal, yeah. you don't have to understand it. You have to feel it. Right. Yeah, sure. And and then and that's that's okay with me. But I'm still like, what the fuck are you saying? <laughs> Eric and I, we we tend to, at times, we'll butt heads about um, songs like pop songs and stuff. I'll be like, this song is terrible. The lyrics suck. And he'll be like, this song is so great. Like, listen to this drop. Uh, and and we both <laughs> we both kind of learn to appreciate different yeah. things about music when we work together. Yeah. Um, I think that's what makes us such a, a powerhouse team because we both like get our gratification from two very different things that have to coexist for it to be a quality piece of music. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, that's one thing. Like, I'm we're trying to. I think a lot of electropop, if there are vocals, they're they're very repetitive, um, often to the point where it like doesn't matter what she's saying or he's saying anymore because he's just saying the same thing over and over again or they'll they'll like they'll like sample in a vocal Mm -hmm. from something and then the vocals are gone for the rest of the song um and we're trying to to take the really cool electronic effects of the music and write songs on them um that have meaning that have content um so we can get the full effect of of the music i've I've been i've been particularly inspired by I mentioned earlier Casey Frazier, and he's a, a local guy, and I, he's a guy that I play with, and he's a songwriter. He's a fantastic songwriter, in my opinion. Oh, he's and it's amazing. you know, it's it's um, it's more along the lines of country music. But one thing that there's still certain certain parts of country music where they've not forgotten the art of songwriting, of like writing, you know, writing a good love song, writing a good breakup song. It's still like at the heart of a lot of country music. There's still there's a lot of bad country music now, but. <laughs> The whole like folk aspect of like wow, listen to listen to this guy's words. It's it's this is like the main focus here, and where they have writing houses where people people work for a company and they sit in a room for eight hours a day and 
churn out songs, whether it's pop songs or, you know, I mean, when I say pop, I mean like pop country, but, you know, in terms of like these songwriting um, people that just write songs for a living, they don't even perform really. But um, so it's still very much of the country culture to do that. And so I've been inspired listening when playing with Casey. I'm like, wow, these songs are like knowing the words, even though I, I might not even know what he's actually talking about, but like the way the words kind of ha- have half meanings in my head, it's like very emotional. I'm like, wow, I really want, I'd like to have that, but I'd like to have it with, you know, uh, music that makes me inspired and makes me want to move. And Which is for Eric, it's very electronic-based. Like yeah, you know, it's like live electronic. There's a band I was really into, they're called Pendulum, and they're, no, they're not around anymore as a band, but um, they were doing, you know, they did the live, they were doing heavy stuff. I mean, not, not totally heavy, but it was like, heavy synthesizers, drum and bass. Um, it's kind of a harder electronic sound. But live band, a guitar, synth player. They have actually an MC, actual drummer. And so it was like, that was like my whole thing for a while. I was like, oh my God, I want to sound like them and be like this crazy band that has all these crazy light shows. And <laughs> light, lights you'll everywhere. get there. Light, light shows are... Yeah. As, as soon as you start spending for this equipment, you'll yeah. start spend, oh, yeah. spending for like visual. We, we have some cool lighting yeah. equipment that's yeah, like low budget Yeah, you've seen right it now. probably. If you went to one of our yeah. shows... You like those, Did those? you set that up at Somos? Yeah, yeah. that's our stuff. Oh, that's our lighting okay. gear. Okay, never mind. Yeah. I've seen it. It's, yeah, it's, but we're getting, we're getting even cooler now. Yeah, like. it's not. It's not like crazy high expensive. But I don't know how much of that someone's going to get. Like now that it's Halloween, now that we get have a, a fog van. machine. Oh yeah, and get I um, so a strobe light. <laughs> yeah. Like you have the like crazy lights. You need a disco ball. Yeah, I'm just kidding. But like, ultimately, dude, I would disco <laughs> balls are pretty cool. You play right in a band. Have you ever played where there's a uh, uh, strobe light going off. Yes, isn't it yeah. like the trippiest you know thing? You're like, I you're like headbang. To... Like my whole body. Have you ever seen? Well, you know Slayer. Yeah, yeah. Kerry yeah. King, he moves his whole body. I oh, used yeah. to have longer hair. Yeah. Like my whole body would be moving. It'd, it'd be crazy to see the light on and off, and my body's just like in a different like, vi- like from my perspective, it's just like, I don't like what's going on. Yeah, but it's, it's, it's the happening. first time I was playing. I and a strobe light went off, and I was like. Trying to look at the keys and everything's flashing, yeah. dark, and it's like you're just playing this, out of feel, yeah, right? And, and you, it's like out of feel, but then you have this visual <laughs> thing throwing you off, yeah, man. And so it's like it's a trippy thing. It is a trippy thing. There's nothing like it. Like, I figured um, if you close your eyes, yeah, I, it's this a lot isn't better. a tip. It is, yeah, it can be. Like to yeah. me, it was yeah. eventually. Um, you might miss a note or two, and you don't know how to fix yourself. But yeah, I know where you're like, going. Yeah, if you it, close it, your eyes for to begin with, I guess. Yeah. If the, it if, might it was, help out. <laughs> if the if the strobe light was on time, do, 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 you know, yeah, I could, I could the thing is like, probably with, do it. With strobe but lights, like, like, how long can the audience stare at you when uh, there's a strobe light? It's, it's like, it's, it's, it causes some serious, you can't do a 45 minute set no, with no, a strobe no, light on the whole time. It's like, it's it, like a two second thing. But yeah, still, it's the like, strobe light can follow the beat on time. You would have to have a light person. Like, that technology exists. But it's, it's very, never like uh, tuned in, like unless exactly. you're, like, well, unless you're you really paying for you're really expensive gear. So you're off like a millisecond, and you're, and you're just like, it's throwing you yeah, off. It's throwing yeah, you off. And you're like, I can't imagine being a drummer. Being <laughs> exactly, <laughs> man. Close your eyes the whole time and just hope for the best. Yeah, I, I mean, like once you work on like playing your instruments with your eyes closed, it's like that's a step in the right direction yeah. for like you know strobe lighting. Wouldn't bother me any. <laughs> have, you, have, you, have you ever I done it? Sing, I'm cool. I would just yes. I usually. <laughs> I mean, be like, I've been uh, I've been trying to train myself to open my eyes when I sing. That's my problem. Like, mm, yeah. and connect with Do the you audience. Do you sing with your eyes closed? 
You know, I used to a lot more. I don't so much like now. Out of like being shy, or is that just natural? Oh uh, well, when it used to be just like me and my acoustic guitar, right. and we, I would have these very intimate shows with all these people crammed into a tiny space, and so they were all looking at me, and so I would like look up at people. them. No, I'm I'm talking about like like co- like coffee houses in Wisconsin that oh, are okay. small little houses, but they've crammed like sixty people in there um, to see to see the show, and it's just like. We're all feeling the moment, you know, and I'm singing these songs and like getting very emotional about right. it. Um, and everybody in the room is giving off that energy too. Yeah. And, and when the song is over and you look up and they all like, oh, and then they like start, <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. Like, like it doesn't matter if your eyes are open or not. But of course, a, a show like the kinds that we do now, it, it makes a big difference when you're making eye contact with people. I think um, it's not, yeah, it's not that intimacy is not quite there without it. I think you need it then. So do you try to look at the whole audience, or do you just focus like at one point? Mostly, just, I, just the hot ones. As a guy, right? as, as a, a man, little man I agree. I'm guessing. Dude, that. if I was in a band, I'd find that one and if like, yo, Prince this song's there, about you. I know you'd be all over him. Dude, if, if Prince were there, I would not be singing. Right? Yeah. I'd be like, hey, Prince, I know there's, there's a really so nice there's bathroom a, in the back. Right? There's a I'd be room. like, he's 5'2". <laughs> Oh, shit. I'm sorry. That's how upset it makes me. Five two. I'd be over there like, Dude, I can't okay, do this. He's got like there's, five There are advantages pop. to being shorter. He's got like five inch platform heels on, so it's like. Yeah, it doesn't even matter. The advantage being you that you're the same height. Well, I mean, yeah. what if you? What if it's standing room only? Is what I'm saying. You know what I mean? He yeah, you can't heels. see. He wears like those <laughs> elevator shoes. That's you're not true. gonna know. He's gonna take those off. And you're gonna be like, so. Uh, so. Well, you don't need to take the shoes off. It doesn't matter, but shoes, I'm sure he can be barefoot. In the green room. And if he know. walks into the room, everybody's going to be like, well, that's pretty. Shoes bad. on, socks <laughs> yeah. off. Or they'll think it's a prince impersonator. Yeah, no I'm one, pretty sure no that one will happen. expect him to be 5'2". Yeah. <laughs> Everyone, ex- okay, okay. We can't, gotta be no, can't be that fucking Because I don't think you there. could fake the, the coolness. You know what? That's true. Like, prince was just cooler than you. People would think. And there would be like rose petals. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's that's pretty much yeah. around the room. There'd yeah. be like a fog machine, like people would think you're smoke. trying to you watch New Girl? Do, do you watch New Girl? No. Fuck! I brought up New Girl too many times in this you, podcast, and you. nobody has watched it. No, oh, neither do I. That's no. a horrible show. Nobody should watch it. I, I <laughs> brought it up just the right amount of times. Once every two months is okay, ball. You're though. a sensitive soul, aren't you? No. <laughs> I really am. I, I try to be the, this tough exterior. I'm, here, I'm like a turtle, you know, with a shell. But when I when I tuck in, I'm very very vulnerable. Speaking of Ninja Turtles, <laughs> yeah. the Ninja Turtles. I, I mean that wasn't recorded, me. but what's his name? Um, Leroy Jenkins yeah, brought it up. Dude. I just thought. It was funny. What happened? Leroy just came in here like like a wrecking ball. He was drunk. Who dude. remembers music. Leroy? Leroy, for you past audience members. Thank you, Leroy. Leroy, thank you. Um, Leroy was drunk. <laughs> well, can can I ask? Uh, and is the wobbles part? Did, because uh, of a DJ, yeah. or is that really? Um, it's it's not my actual name, but um, it is like my stage name. It was given to me by a friend as kind of like a joke, but it had to do with this was like around when dubstep was coming out, and so the big the wobbles of the yeah. are the wobbles the the, the like. There's like cartoon with the with the kazoo on their head. Not the kazoo. It's, no, it's a, like it's, it's like the low bass term. sound. Like back. Um, Back in the old days of like when dubstep was first beginning to like really get big, all right. the okay the big, the give a wobbles, give a year because I want people to hear what the old days for know, dubstep like, are. Um, 
Like way back in 98? Well, it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like, like 2008. Maybe. Way back in like, 2008. I feel like 2009 and 10 were like... like what, Remember that really shit? Like when it really, off. yeah. But um, dubstep existed back before that. Anyway, but the wobbles you should be is just like this bass sound and then you'd modulate it using a sine wave and you go whoa, 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 whoa. I could do it on my synthesizer and you'd get a feel of it. But, um, and then they, they made it more complex and like now it sounds like screechy sounds a lot, um, which is not necessarily a bad thing. But um, that's kind of where the wobbles, because I was like super into it at the time and my friend was like, my friend called me. Ah, uh, uh, okay. So, but a lot of people just call me wobbles. Like, hey, what's up, wobbles? I'm like, okay. I, I thought, yeah, because I go back to uh, the, what is it, the, the turntable spin, but they won't fall down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or they wobble. The, the turntables wobble, wobble, but they won't fall down. This is not really and I was like, ah, I wonder if that's it. But, but um, and also I, I was wondering, uh, you, because you are really in the producing thing, you know, yeah. when you can hear all these little nuances and all these sounds that, that seem off to you or on to you or, yeah. or something. And I, I was kind of curious, have you, have you heard where they, um, they just get, uh, vocal tracks from, from artists mm-hmm. like yeah, the, the famous one, the Taylor and Swift like, one. I don't I've only heard like, um, what is his, the Robert Plant. I've heard like, uh, Marvin Gaye. I don't think I've heard Taylor. Yeah, because well, that that's what turned what got me to that is they yeah. isolated Taylor Swift's Taylor vocals Swift. from her VMA performance. Yeah, uh-huh. and and even me not knowing is like, whoa, you, I, I this is this is horrible, you know. And and I understand that it's she's so hard she, to do. A she, show well, she's that a cu- huge yeah. live like, and she's and a country singer. And yeah, and she's it's a country like, singer that was turned to pop. So all of a yeah. sudden she has to dance while she's singing. Yeah. So, so I understand that. And my question was. Do you catch on to that? Um, like when you're watching a show on TV, it's like, dude, her vocals are terrible. You know, usually I know what goes into like having like in-ear monitor setups and having like a, like a 20 second like time where it's like you'll have a small time period to like fix things. And like usually nothing is perfect. Like it's like everything's always off somehow. Um, even when like the bi- even on a bigger scale, there's just so much more to go wrong. So it's like, He's got a lot of compassion for I, those I have a lot yeah. of more compassion for them, yeah. Um, well, can I play a bit? But, yeah, you can play can I, a bit. Can I, yeah, I found actually, it. Actually, a lot of times people are like, wow, this really sucks. And I listen to it. I'm like, no, That's actually, this does yeah, not exactly. suck. Yeah, exactly. I'm like thinking, if you took, like, if you took, there's a lot of singers you could do that, like, sing a cappella, and they just, you know, their style wouldn't work. Well, because there's, there's a comparison with Beyonce. Yeah. And I'll that. play the Beyonce okay. one as well, but let, well, let, let's play this Taylor Swift one at first, and, and we'll, we'll see what you think. Beats. Okay. I'm lightning on my feet. And turn, the song's called see. Shake It Off. Yeah, that's what they don't see. I'm dancing on my own. I'll make the moves up as a girl. And that's what they don't know. All right, that, so, that, that's yeah. 40 seconds. I think the thing is, like, her pitch is good. She's got good pitch, 
But she's clearly like out of breath, which is yeah. means that she's dancing and she's doing some really high energy stuff. Yeah. But I'm impressed actually with her pitch in that because you know that she's bouncing around like doing gymnastics practically on the stage. So you can tell by the way she breathes. Bouncing is correct. Anyway. Well, no, no, that was Taylor Swift. That was Taylor, that was Taylor Swift. Swift. Oh, excuse me. But yeah. well, <laughs> speaking of Beyonce, can we contract? This is this is like a Beyonce one that they. This is um, uh, I don't know what this song is called, but it's by Beyonce, and they also did the same thing where they just uh, isolated her vocals. vocals. And uh, well, let's listen to her. Who the hell has so we'll much time see. to do this? I've been watching for the signs. Um, let me just cut in real quick. Go Apparently, uh, the Dolby 5.1 uh, surround sound. One of those channels is a vocal only channel. So if you record, you could <laughs> isolate the one channel that's just the vocals, and that's how they do this. Okay. But anyway. You could probably turn the volume down a little bit before you play that. Okay. That one's louder. <laughs> Tips from the pros, actually. Just a tiny bit. Okay, here it goes. To clear my mind Now I'm even more lost, and you're so so fine. Oh my, oh my. Been having conversations about breakups and separations. I'm not feeling like myself since the baby. Are we gonna even make it up? Cause if we are, we're taking this a little too far. With me being wherever I'm at, worry about wherever you are. We're taking this a little too on my mind I pass my bedtime no rest at the kingdom alone in my place my heart is away all that I can think of I'll let this go a little more just we should get married. I'm just dancing right now we should get married she's, she's spot on right now this oh, is yeah. like great I don't know if you guys think so but yeah. she's yeah. like I have so much respect for Beyonce and she's been she's a performer she's been a performer for 20, 20 like, years or more that, there's like nothing one of the things that might be interesting is that a lot of like the isolated vocal tracks that sound good are of these they might be of an older um artist and it you know like led zeppelin or you know marvin gay those are two i but back then they had the songwriting was different and nowadays you can get away with like nah 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 but that, like that's your, your hook it could be like nah nah nahs and like yeah. you know it could be like but like you know um led zeppelin you know it was like they they had the, these vocal lines that they were doing were so much different so much more um, uh, in of themselves, like something in themselves, whereas like a lot of modern producing, I feel like the vocal is, um, it is like a part of all the instrumentation. It's not to say it's good or bad. It's just that like it's, you can't expect it to stand as well on its own if it's um, in this heavily produced track as opposed to just like with this rock band, you know? Beyonce is just, I, there's, she's an incomparable vocalist, I think. Especially in like today's pop world, she's she's sort of a matriarch, I think. And you know, Taylor Swift has has got a lot less experience than her dancing on stage. Like yeah. this has been a part of um, Beyonce's show for forever. Since Destiny's Child. Since yeah, Destiny. since Destiny's yeah. Child, exactly. She's like the Justin Timberlake um, of of the of female singers. Justin Timberlake like is they, mega You know, they're talented. Destiny's Child and InSync uh, and Backstreet Boys. Like, all those bands are really big at the same time. Um, and so that breaking off of that and being an individual performer, she's had so much experience doing it. And Taylor Swift is, is still relatively new, I think, to doing that big high-energy shows. 
uh, compared to Beyonce, that's but definitely I mean, true. I mean, look at Michael Jackson. I mean, oh my God. He, he's great, but he also had singers that could sing exactly like him. If he That'd was be interesting to hear a yeah. Michael he Jackson has, isolated track and he be like, filling in like, this in is more Taylor Swift than Beyonce. And she's actually a, a popular uh, female singer now, but she was, um, she could sing exactly like the same tone as Michael because Michael's got a certain timbre about him yeah. that's kind of feminine. And so, well, he had that, 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 um, the guy that would do his, his he would have a, a voice kind of dude that whenever, like, if you would see your Michael Jackson on commercials or TV, like when he was on The Simpsons, you know, that it was a guy imitating him. It was uh, on The Simpsons. It was Michael Jackson really singing, but the talking was a was a different guy. Michael's got no time for talking. And the, yeah, yeah, <laughs> he he, he'll sing the, the sure. Lisa. It's your birthday. The happy, happy birthday, birthday Lisa. Lisa. That that's Michael, but the the voice is is. Yeah. A different guy, and yeah, so that was such a good episode. <laughs> I just watched that. I just watched that. Oh my god! It's so because good. I, they were, well, they were they were showing all of the Simpsons episodes on FX. What did from the Bart do? What did yeah. Bart do to make Lisa so mad? Because you know, he did that to make up to her. So well, b- because uh, Lisa goes up to Bart and he tells her. He tells she tells him that uh, he hasn't given her a like a birthday yeah, present. Yeah, yeah, okay. So he has to come up with a good birthday present, and he, and he can. Well, and I then, think it was everybody forgot her birthday right like something they didn't like that. celebrate her birthday at all and so yeah. they, they brought him in and that guy was, like was playing in the sad sack she was oh, like crying and playing yeah. saxophone and she like started crying and then he came in and was singing yeah, that was so great the her saxophone thing the bleeding okay, gums yeah. Murphy. Oh, bleeding gums Murphy. bleeding gums i learned died, so much about dude. life from bleeding gums like it was one of the first <laughs> simpsons just characters cool, that died know, just be cool just be chill it's okay. He was the first to die. Yeah, he was the first yeah. to die. He was the first and guy then to die. It was Doctor Nick who yeah. didn't die. Who's Doctor Nick? Hi, everybody. Hi, Doctor Nick. <laughs> See, now I'm sad because I know he died. No, I remember. Did you go to uh, North Hollywood Upstairs Medical School too? <laughs> <laughs> okay, but, yeah. oh, wait, we're devolving. He was yeah. awesome. Into Charmander. <laughs> uh, but be- before we go too far. <laughs> I just uh, again want to remind anybody, everybody, Lily Lemon. L i double l i e. Lemon, you should be able to. Lemon dot com. Well, it yeah. could be L i l y, but it's not L i l y. It's L i l l i e or L i double l. And lemon oh, yeah. spelled normally. Lemon like, like, like the fruit. Lemon. L e m i n. No, no, no. L e m o n. A lot of L's. And, and the, the new album will be coming out soon. It's called Break. Yeah, and this is the only way to get an exclusive. Yeah. So why don't Or I can send you the link. You wanna, <laughs> let's, uh, shall we play another track off it? Um, yeah, yeah, hell yeah. Definitely. Let's hit him with what, Stardust? Stardust. It's so yes, yeah, yes. So this is like our, uh, believe it or not, this song was, in, most people will hear this song and be like, oh, Daft Punk, um, Get Lucky, because that's like, and you know, I don't think, I think I feel like that's what I heard. Like, it's a yeah, total rip off, but that's what local, so let's deal you with know, it. You know, it's it's um, but <laughs> that's not what I was actually going for. It was like that was like an afterthought. What I originally was going for was actually, believe it or not, sweet nothing. Calvin Harris with Florence from Florence and the Machine, Florence Welsh is that her name? So that was like my original inspiration for the track, believe it or not. But you, most people will never hear that. Nothing. Yeah, it's that sweet nothing, sweet nothing. Sweet nothing. Yeah. Like, well, sh- sh- sweet yeah. 
It's like That's like the synth line. It's I love that track. Whenever I hear it, it's like Calvin Harris kiss some ass. Okay, it was all anyway, Stardust. Okay, so so this is the song that they copied yeah. <laughs> beat for beat. <laughs> God, I wish. I wish, I wish you know, that's what it's But like. you're gonna be like, this sounds nothing like that. You're gonna be like, yeah. how did you? But I was like, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. People, people, yeah, you, you got a feel of that, and yeah. uh, and you'll hear Stardust. And I, like I said, I from the li- list you sent me, I don't know if you guys were working on it a lot or if that was just the most popular song. But I was like. This is the song. I would say it's one of our most if popular. This is, yeah, yeah, people love this too. Have you done that one at Somos? Yes. Yeah. It's okay, usually like okay, one of our closing yeah. tracks. Uh-huh. I heard Though it's yeah. like, it's not, I don't think it's my favorite track off the album, but I don't expect my favorite track off the album to be everybody else's, so. Um, Do you have your kids cover somewhere that I could listen no. to? No, we, we don't. We have, we've that. never recorded that. We should, no. though. We should just record That's the one. Kids that was cover? the epiphany it's, song for me. It's, it's the MGMT. It's um, hard to do that now like, without Michael, too, the dun, guitarist. Dun, 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 I remember your timing. I have yeah. no idea what you're talking about. Control yourself. Keep it simple. Take only what you need. Was that off Oracular Spectacular? I think so. Yeah. I think so, yeah. It's such a fucking great album. <laughs> oh, I know. That's a good album. That's another one people are going to be talking about for years, and they're going to not yeah. know where it came from. I'm not nodding to disagree. I'm nodding because I don't know what you're talking about. Let's listen, listen to it from you playing it live. Live? This is oh, one of the are you going to play it, or should no, I no, no, play it? Play it on the computer. Uh, <laughs> you're going to hear this version. We'll do a different, <laughs> a different song for another live one. Well, all right, here, here goes uh, Stardust. The blood runs down my face I try to wipe it from my eyes They'll say that you led me astray We're only stardust anyway Oh, 
Yeah. I like that song. That yeah. was the jam I remember that I was asking oh, you guys. Yeah. That was it. You guys played that at Somos last night. Yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah. I remember that time. I like the song. right when uh, when you say what he said, you know, and then it, the music you? just drops oh. off. Like yeah. So it's like this suspense, you know. What did he say? <laughs> and then you come that's in. That's like and, classic. Uh, yeah. That's like a lot electronic technique. Is yeah, like, oh, yeah. You well yeah and then right after that you could you could tell like again like you said the whole skrillex thing and all that you could tell if you if you were to bump the beat up to like 11 how it would almost sound like their style you know so you have that but like the fundamental difference is that's an electric bass that's electric guitar that's there's synthesizer that's and there's acoustic drums there's also some some mic. keys in there too, like yeah, and piano, piano, you know. Um, so it's like whereas Skrillex, it's electronic beats, synthesizer, and samples. He like to, it does a lot of like and samples. And it's very sampling. minimal, I feel like compared to this. Like yeah, this is like, so much. This content. is this is like much more layered than like a traditional electronic track. But um, do you, do you still? You still res- respect what they do, right? You understand, oh, of like course. it's still, it's oh, still absolutely. like it's, it's for what it is. Thing, it's yeah. the highest They're level. They're big for a reason. Yeah, yeah. you they, know, yeah. I, I there's a lot of hating that goes on electronic artists. As well, and I, I, I like to see a live show, and a lot of these electronic artists, when they go play live, they're just like DJs. Just but they yeah. just like play. They, yeah, they press play on their laptop, <laughs> and then they like they jump around, and there's like a stage. They're like a performance art over like actual like the art of DJing, and you know that's to me. I some people are into that. I I'm not into that. I'd like to see a band playing. I respect them because they're great uh, producers in the studio, and they're now they're being told, okay, you need to make some money, go out on the road. Well, they don't know how to go out on the road really. Um, there's there's no really there's no actual there's way to take this out on the for road. There's not a playbook for people who who aren't like act like doing live music. It's it's a it's a it's a hard thing, and we're kind of in this transition yeah. period with with music like that, with electronic music. Like, how do you perform electronic music and live yeah. and still look interesting and still like yeah. show off your skill as a musician? So that's what I've been like going for for like <laughs> the last several last up. like three or four years no, of my no, life. No, that's no. what I've been concentrating on. It's like, how do I oh, yeah. make this sound? <laughs> but do it live. And there's some bands out there that can pull it off, but each of the bands are so different in the ways they do it. So it's like, it's, it's a very, it's like, it's, it's, a, it's, it's like inventing the electric ground. guitar and then everybody's like, well, how do the, how do we use this thing? Like, and do you yeah. think it's possible to do it with just the music or are you, or do, would you have to incorporate like visuals and dancing well, and, and all this? Or can you just say, this is the music? I think it, or do it you have to keep people's attention? What you're going for, like there are some bands that absolutely can be just them and their instruments, and they get away with it, and it's amazing. Um, we saw uh, what what band did Elbow, we go? Oh, we right? saw Elbow, and they're 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 a rock band from the UK, um, and they are all live they're instrumentation. Like what? They're, they're almost like it's like Coldplay. Like Coldplay but steals like, a lot from them. I yeah, feel yeah, like. but it's like um, not as high vo- of a voice. Yeah. And the, but still, kind of like this orchestrated sound. Yeah, it, they've got like strings, sounds awesome. Strings and it stuff. Sounds, and it sounds. There's good. no one like, thing I hate about no Coldplay with the high voice. lighting effects. There's no dancing. It's all about Baldo, the music. I like, can't tell if you're being sarcastic or not. <laughs> everything they do is about the music, and the Mountain Ghost does the same thing. And these bands can do it, and it works. Um, it, For those it have just, just tuned in, 
on Lily really loves a mountain goat. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and El- well, it I has love something Elbow to too. do with their cheese. Elbow is so good. <laughs> I love goat cheese. But... No, and Elbow is another Mountain one that I just cheese. like. Their songwriting is so, so good, and they're so clever, and their lyrics are just phenomenal. Um, but they also have a, a, a more produced music aspect. Like, they, they go a lot further with their instrumentation. And, you know, there's... But in terms of, like, electronic music, people doing electronic music live, there's much less of that, like, full instrumentation, I feel yeah, like. Well, and the thing... So, the, back to the question of, like, visuals... Visuals are in elect, in especially in electronic music, they're huge because the um, the artist usually isn't doing that much. Just only so it's like they need the lighting and like the fog machines and and you know a lot of that stuff. As long as it's not like getting in the way of performance, the the point of it is to enhance a performance. And yeah. lighting is very important. Um, but you know, there's still stuff like the NPR like desk concerts, which is like super minimal visuals, but it's like it is what it is and. For, there's an audience for that, and mm-hmm. I think in an outdoor festival, you should expect um, lighting, and you should. Well, and, the limiting you know, factor is the budget, right? Yeah, I mean, how know, much money like, do you want to spend on a, on right. a lighting guy and on someone who's dealing only with the visual aspect of your show? Do you want to ha- have all these other things? The more the more stuff you add to a show, the more that can go wrong, the more expensive yeah. it becomes. Um, so for some people, it's much more economical just to go with a small setup. And then what I also see about electronic music is like, like take classic rock or, or a lot of music. It's, the lyrics are kind of straightforward. You could listen to the lyrics and you get the story. And with this, this kind of electronic music, there's a lot more kind of metaphors and things that, that might be that not everybody could see, again, without the visuals. And uh, the one thing, w- the one song that really sticks in, in my head, and I don't know if you would even consider it in your genre, but um, Imagine Dragons Radioactive. You listen yeah. to the lyrics and you're like, what? I have no idea what the hell it's talking They're about. They're very... Um, I have no idea. But you, you watch the video and it kind of, it kind of brings it all end. together. You, it kind of, it doesn't give you the full story, but you could at least, it, it gives you kind of a feeling about what they're talking about. And that's what yeah. I feel about uh, this. I, 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 I relate to you. I, I think Lily probably understood oh, the, what Imagine Dragon, what Radioactive like, meant like the first time she heard it. She was like, oh, well, she knows. Well, whole like, album is... That whole album is very like apocalyptic, post-apocalyptic. It's definitely like speaks to our generation of people, in a, in a country where the economy is totally in the dumps, where everybody is struggling financially, where people feel like any minute the world's going to end because they're living paycheck to paycheck. They speak to those people, I think, very directly. I mean, one of their songs, "America," like "America, don't you cry." It's like pick me up, like, come on, we can do this. It's like, band together, let's do this. And so their, their intro track the, um, to that album is very dark. And then by the time they get to the end, they're like trying to bring us back up into a positive space. Um, so, oh, it's such a good album. If you haven't heard it back to front, you should listen, listen to, to it. it. Front Imagine to back. Dragons. Listen to it front to back. Is front it one back, of those? <laughs> is it, is uh, it one that you could just leave on oh, and just yeah. play and, over and, and they, over they and do over? Some yeah. cross there's, there's a limited. There's a limited. Like, we, well, we were listening listen to it over to... and over. Then I was like, okay, I need yeah. to listen to something. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, of course. Well, so for me, when when they's talking about breathing in the chemicals, that little part, I could listen to that on a loop. Yeah, and I love the video because... Well, in the video when you're watching that, a couple seconds after, like, the guy's smoking the cigarette, you know, or a big a, cigar. It's a very visual song. Like, the lyrics ah. are very visual, like, um, waking up to ash and dust. I wipe my brow and I sweat my rust. It's like, 
it's so visual. Like you can see everything yeah, in that yeah. song. That's what's really really powerful about that track. And so the video is a that good song is a good way to highlight. I still that stuff. Uh, in, well, I was watching the video and it's, it's uh, obviously the, the animals and the the rooster cockfighting thing. The losers go down into the prison, but the band is already in that prison. Yeah. So I wonder. You know, why were they there? Were the, do they feel like they were in that cockfight and they lost? Yeah, they were the losers. Of the yeah, fight. yeah. And but then ultimately they're like, we're gonna show you, you know. And they get that key and they ah, they get ah, that, that, I don't know. Yeah. It, it's awesome. That Videos nowadays. That, I'm trying to remember. Doesn't that have like a big break in it between like a verse and a chorus or something? Like there's a part where the music stops in it. I think. Well, when they're breathing in. No, 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 no. It's like yeah, I can't remember how. There is sort of a drop. In that song, um, like 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 a twenty second, like a twenty yes. second where it's like there, you go. There's yeah, there no, you go, yeah. I remember there being like a twenty second break at least or something where there's yeah, like yeah, no well, music. When, yeah, and that's, that's when that they bust out of the jail. Okay, and it just comes back with the, ah, you know really heavy, and the the the, the jail door opens, and there, where come you know, this is the new age. I've I've said. Yeah. I've said that so many age. times. We're especially doing the podcast. And like, this is the new age. And I was like, oh, oh shit. No, 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 I didn't mean that. But, well, shit. They were right, I guess. You know, mm-hmm. this you know, is we, the new age. We were talking about the killers earlier. And I feel like Imagine Dragons borrows a lot of techniques from the killers in terms of, like, vocal stuff. Um, the content is not really similar. But I, I am reminded of the killers when I listen to them because they sort of... If the Killers had dropped their first album the same time as the Madden Dragons, it would have been they would have been really good competitors against each so. other. I think because yeah. they they use a lot of the same techniques. This really heavy like guitar tone and um, oh, I mean so. yeah, it's, uh, yeah it I don't so know if you guys you, but Radioactive by um, Imagine Dragons is like that's like that is a very dubstep influenced track. It's like if you listen to dubstep. Yeah, dude, I, and it's heavy. There's actually yeah. wobbles in this. Like, yeah. when I liked that song, I was like, ah. Yeah, like, oh. But it's like I like I like music that the youth likes, you know. And I was like, damn me. But it's good music. Well, I remember. Well, you were just, just talking good. about how you like uh, live performance, like right. real instruments. Right. Did you get to catch him on the VMAs? I, I saw him at um at the VMAs. I think that was. Didn't they do something with Kendrick Lamar? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's the one. That, that was like a pre- pretty crazy visual. Yeah, show. that they was. Like, it was really good. It was yeah. Kendrick Lamar. I love Kendrick Lamar. I can't believe he lost. Yeah, well, that's a whole different story. Yeah, Macklemore. Dude, even Macklemore was, like, pissed about that. Yeah, I I mean... He tweeted about that, and he was like, I should not have won. Kendrick Lamar should have won. This is total bullshit. Good kid, Mad City. That whole... 30 years from now, people are going to be talking about that album. Talk about a city that you can listen, like, from the back. Oh, I That is on constant it's rotation. It's so intense. I actually whenever, have it on my phone. Whenever a song comes up on like my iTunes shuffle, and it's, I'm just like doing whatever. I'm like, hold on. Sh- oh my it's, god. It, I yeah. It, it's it, it, it's I mean, it's good here. music. Yeah. And, well, and that's when you have to listen to the lyrics, obviously. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You didn't listen to the lyrics. Oh, yeah. It's just very stuff. dark. It's just, it's a very dark. Well, and you have to understand the lyrics like because yeah. that um, the. I wish my dick grows big as the Alpha Tower so I could fuck the world for 23 hours. You know, it, 72, whatever that. If you listen to it on, on the surface, it's like, what an arrogant bastard, you know? But if you actually listen to his whole album where it's a growth of him being a teenager yeah. and like, and, uh, 
uh, gang signs all of it, you know, hope yeah. all of offend you, you bitch, you know, yeah. where he's just as really raw and like, I want to be in your face. I want to beat you up. I want my gang to be over your gang. Yeah. And then, then like, the album progressive. Yeah. That he has. Yeah. Like, yeah. And he's he, really intense, like powerful. Yeah. He grows up and, in he that has. album. He grows up and it's like, that's what he's trying to show you is like, yeah, these are the lyrics I wrote when I was 16. But I was stupid. That uh, swimming pools. <laughs> yeah, people yeah. people hate swimming pools because oh, it glorifies drinking. And it's like, it no, it does not. not. It Have you listened to the yeah. lyrics? I, Everybody's you know, you life just get is that. I mean, a song that glorifies drinking is like a Keisha song. You know? yeah. yeah, but and that's like happy. Poppy, and it's like drinking. Oh my god, drinking all the time, washing my or brushing my teeth with something. You know, I can't remember. Um, but you know, it's like swimming pools. It's like it's like it's such the whole album is so dark. But it's like you know, you just it's just like this dimly lit room, and yeah. You, it's like this is not yeah. a good thing he's talking about. He's yeah. not glorifying. Yeah, that, I know. Yeah, you feel dirty. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you finish that album, you're like, ugh. You know, like, damn. This this is this is growing up. You know, and it, it's it's dirty. It's nasty. And it's great stuff. But but yeah, but at the end of it, you're you're more mature and you understand the world better. Mm-hmm. And I don't have a transition for Wait, that. Well, we could do another live track. I think. Can we? Let, Do you can want we, to? Let, let's end it with a live track. We're at two hours and ten minutes. Oh, good job, guys! So, yeah, we had a lot to talk about. So, yeah, I we, mean, we, should, we should do uh, two round, two vo- two volumes or something like that. You know, we'll have round to have one, you come two. back. Yeah, once exactly. you release the album, maybe. One, yeah, once Bring you guys get yeah. down uh, the True Affection cover. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Okay. Bring uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll do that. Maybe we'll do a video of it. Yeah, why not? Shout yeah, out. Just for awesome. you guys. Who does your Thank videos? You. Anyway, uh, I, shout out to... Know, I, well, shoot, you? I shoot all the videos. I have a the bunch of cameras. The videos are and, very, yeah. very well done on YouTube. Yeah, yeah they are. That's all Eric. And yeah, he's, yeah. I'm slowly where's, like, Where's that techniques. space that you recorded with It's the actually my room, and it's like we've decorated it all, and it's... The thing about these cameras, unless you have a really nice camera and you're shooting indoors, you need a lot of light. Like, if you try to shoot really nice video in here and you expand it out, you're going to get a lot of noise, a lot of... Yeah. Uh, video noise which yeah. is not pleasant it's not i try to i it's try not, to uh, hey that picture has a lot of noise so eric actually he um got a bunch of these specialty bulbs and he actually built these strings of lights um and he did all, all the wiring lights. for them and everything yeah and we have all these christmas lights but like all the, all along the walls and these curtains it looks really pretty and yeah if you see the um, videos you'll see them well yeah i like it because well um I forgot the song. It's got 45 Old in it. Old 45. Yeah, and 45. you're sitting the on the song. piano. And, oh, no, and oh, that's, that's Miss New Booty. Booty. Oh, yeah, you did Miss New Booty sitting on the piano. But you sitting on the piano, you get this whole classic, like, yeah, lounge, classic you know, the, yeah, the, yeah. the girls sitting down and just being all sensual oh, and yeah. all that. And, and, and you hear, but, I mean, knowing you... And how progressive you just guys are, and it's like to hear you say it's that. the perfect, <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Like I, I don't know, I, I enjoy it. I enjoy the mix because I, I see that I see um what's what's the the cartoon character from Who Framed Roger Rabbit the the, the hot chick, Jessica Rabbit well, the, yeah Jessica, Jessica Rabbit, Rabbit yeah. you know you you oh, I could so I, I, I picture <laughs> yeah you you picture the Je- Jessica Rabbit just kind of like sitting there in a very powerful voice and and. But then you're doing a Bubba Sparks song, or you're doing a, 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 a more modern That's song. I had to look up Chromeo. I don't know yeah. who they oh, are. Chromeo is and I, so yeah. And so I looked tight. them up. Oh, my God. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, but, but it, it's interesting to, to that style. You know, you kind of, 
you find that middle in between that old and new. And I don't know. I <laughs> I, I enjoy the videos yeah. very much. I enjoy the, the music and all that. Well, we'll be making more. Um, yeah. It's always a matter of finding the time to do it and decide on what to do, and then we do it. Yeah, I yeah, work, I when work I a s- 9 to 5, so. L- like I said, when I saw that, and because uh, I met you guys, you know, two, two three months ago. Mm-hmm. But I didn't call you guys because I didn't feel I was ready. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> these these guys are that they're look at their videos, look at their sound, look at they're gonna they're gonna run right over us trying to <laughs> oh, trying to do on, this yeah. little podcast here, you know. And uh, but I, I'm glad I, I finally did reach out to you guys, and you guys are here because th- this is great. Yeah, I, I learned a lot, fun. and I'm not afraid of you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> We're not so scary. Yeah, you're not too bad. What, do you want to do what farmer song? Yeah, maybe? let's do um, it. So can I get a little history about this? Because I was yeah. this is one of the ones that I was listening to over and over and trying to figure it out. Really? Because I was like, I know. I, I know you weren't from here. I, by the, at the time, I knew you were from here, and then it's like, well, Selena's full of farmers. So is she talking about farmers or from mm. here? Because it's not really about, like, planting crops not, and, no, and it's growing a, It's a giant metaphor. Um, this song is, is my letting go of Wisconsin. I wrote this song out here in Monterey. Um, and that was my kiss. This is my, my, my attempt at, like, Letting go of, of all these loves that I lost in, in the process. and um, But it's very much based in Wisconsin. and uh, the, So the concept is, you know, you, when you start a relationship, you plant these seeds of love and respect and romance. And, and they grow and they, they turn into these beautiful things. But if you're doing it all by yourself, if you're the only one working on it and someone else is reaping the fruits of your labor, it's so painful. It's so hard. Um, and you know relationships have to be a two-way street for it to be functioning and so in this song it's my love don't take the best of me so I'm working so hard to give you this beautiful stuff and I'm not and you didn't respond to me at all you didn't give me anything back and it hurts it's too hard I can't do it anymore Um, and that's what the song is but this is about about, it's about a place not a not a person but it it could be yeah that place and person fuck you (laughs) you let a good one go (laughs) (laughs) And I, I got so much out of living in Wisconsin in these very intense like seasons. And a lot of a lot of the songs in the album are very seasonal. They talk about winter. They talk about fall. Um, and this one is is very much a fall song. Let's let's do this. Let's, let's, dive into let's it. set this up. Start. Oh no, this is farmer's.
Whoa, they did Ico Ico. Just kidding. <laughs> Nobody's going to get that That was that Farmer's joke. Song. Nobody's they're gonna get they're that not. Joke. Yeah, that, that was Farmer's Song off of uh, the new album. Is it? Does it have a title? It's called Break. Oh. Yeah, they talked about it earlier. Um. Yeah, it's a test. If, you, if you've been listening, it's called Break. And that's Farmer's Song off of that. And I hope that didn't disconnect anything. I well, think we're still all on. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. we're good. Yeah, all right, we're all right. <laughs> well, we're all here just it, to Mondo. say goodbye. <laughs> yeah, just to. So, uh, so anyway, again, uh, hold on. Let me let me bring up the date. I was going to bring up the San Pedro thing. So we've got uh, oh San Pedro own. Square Market in San Jose. That's October fourth. October fourth. We'll go on at eight o'clock oh, and play what? to ten. So we got a two-hour set. A month Two hours? Yeah, we got a two-hour set. Is that is there some kind of festival, or is that kind of got a name? What is it? Or is no, it just Lily Lemon it's Day? Like, it's like it's Lily Lemon Day. <laughs> whoa, whoa. Sp- speaking of that, speaking of that, I just got onto that. The dress you're wearing, what what is it? It is covered in lemon. Yeah. It's, it's a lemon yeah. dress. I have lemons all over my dress. Yes, it's my favorite awesome. dress. She's got a lemon it's dress on. It's the best on. dress. It was made for me. Jeez. Um, you, can, you can find all of our stuff that we've released so far. Um, from our website, lilylemon.com, L-I-L-L-I-E. A really well done website, by the way. Oh, that's, I don't know who did it. That's our drummer, Dylan Stokes. And he works online, too. He'll Skype with you if you need any web design. You should hit him up because his website is hella cool, too. Like, his stuff is amazing. Yeah, yeah that, um, it's really a, well put lilylemon.com. Is, it's lilylemon.com. Yeah, right. and you can get, yeah, you can really get to well our SoundCloud. You can get to our Noise Trade page. You can get to our Facebook, Instagram, Instagram all that Twitter. stuff from there. Twitter I from there. I think those are the five main yeah. that we have right now. Um, you follow me on Twitter, and I do all my show updates there and on Facebook, too. And we'll be updating that on our pages as yeah, well. Yeah, we'll link it. Because uh, we're friends now. Yeah. <laughs> we're like uh, two BFF. peas in a pod. Yeah. Uh, we're like edamame. <laughs> <laughs> We're we're edamame here, but uh, anything else? Anything else you guys want to plug? Think, uh, we do, yeah, we talked about the show we got coming up. Um, yeah. yeah, stay Just, tuned for the album. Yeah, um, we're gonna we're gonna do crowdfunding for yeah. it. So keep your eye out for videos for that. Yeah, I was and, gonna say on the we'll fade on the fade out of here, you should uh, turn turn it down low, but hit uh, "Ode to the Best Ones." That's the first track. That'll on the be album. our fade out. You can fade out on oh, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah let's do really it. Good it idea. But unless sure. there's some goodbyes you want to Fine say. With me. Well, no, just thank you guys yeah. for well, coming no, on. Yeah, thanks for having know. us. This was the best. Was yeah, it was a great time. It was awesome. Completely relaxed. I'd recommend this podcast to anybody. Please. Thank like, you. Come, we appreciate come it. Come get interviewed. This is such a comfortable situation. Yeah, we, we try to make everybody as comfortable as possible. And not to mention that XL Public don't. House has some fantastic brews upstairs. So. Oh, yeah. At least, come, at least come from the beer. We're the only bad beer. It's, it's an, an empty one. Yeah, so come, yeah, come down here and uh, on your SoundCloud it's Ode, right? It just just goes. It's just, 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 ode. just check that. We yeah, Ode, yeah. Okay, all right, and uh, the hell's Ode for us ignorant ode bastards. To ode to the best ones. That's like it. Ode to the best ones. Ode. I like this. This is another one of the songs where to the best ones. Yeah, you could tell it was you dealing with having to. Let leave. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I, I, I initially confused this for stay here. But oh. uh, yeah, Ode, I, I had to play it twice the first time I listened to it because I was like, yeah, this was good. I, yes. I, I liked this it. Gro- this is like a groovy tune, but it's like the lyrics are what? Like kind of sad? Oh, it's, it's sad. It's yeah. really what sad. What do you think the song is about? I want to hear it. It's 
this is a test. <laughs> no, no, well, it's not. No, I'm curious. Well, because it's an That's ode, ode to, to, to the best ones. And sometimes you have good relationships that just don't work out for whatever reason mm. it is. Is Sometimes you're just too similar with that person. Mm. And you need that, that, that balance of that, that oppositeness. And... And grown-ups and mature people at some point can just sit there and be like, you know what? We're just too similar. Mm. We're perfect, but we just clash. So I must let you go, but I'll always remember you as one of the good ones. You know, mm. you, you're out there. You're making somebody better. You're making somebody better, and this is a shout-out to you. Is we didn't work out, you know. Again, we didn't work out, but us like are still I really like creating this. This better, better. I mean, and this is what I got from it. Yeah. And again, like that I said, really that that's why I had to listen to it again. Is you guys don't know, but maybe it struck a, a personal chord with me. Cool. But but that's what I got. Is you know sometimes it's like fuck, <laughs> we're just so good, but we're not that good together. So we have to separate, and I'll always have your back. I'll, I'll always be there. You're always the one, but you're not that one. Mm. That's, you know? that's and and that, that's what I got from it. And like I said, I had to listen to it over and over, and it, it, it was a good one. And well, Let's, let's hit it. So yeah, yeah, you guys listen. You guys make your own deal from it. About. <laughs> to the good ones. Uh, there's an ode. This is some background noise. Ignore this. <laughs> Oh, and it's when the internet wants to fail. Beautiful. I think it, it makes it even more perfect. There we go. Your bedside for my body I'd exchange our places 